from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, uh, your new favorite podcast. We're having a little bit, we're having some technical difficulties. Plus, we have a guest. So, of course, it's all happening at once. That's how it always happens on this show. But we're going to get through it like like uh, like we always do. We're going to struggle through it, and we're going to come out on the other side, and we are going to put together probably the best episode you've ever heard of this we'll podcast. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Uh, the usual gang of everybody's back. We're back together. The, the band is back together. John is here. Jake is here. Patrick's here. Finally, after like a month. I know. Oh, God. And then uh, Justine, the lovely Justine, is back after her uh, vacation. And our special guest, all the way from Ohio, high in the middle, round on the ends. That's right. He's the co-host of one of the most popular podcasts in the world, The Home Video Hustle, Mr. Brent. How are you, Brent? I'm good. How y'all feeling today, man? We're good. We're glad to have you. Better now. I'm yes. glad to be here. Well, here's the thing. We missed out. We were, uh, Patrick wanted you on for what, what episode was it, Patrick, that you wanted? Uh, to- I don't remember. It was I don't a, have to look. We, was it Hunt for Red October, maybe? Because I'd never yes, seen that before. it was Hunt okay. for Red October. And then, so then, did it, I had plans to bring you on for Demolition Man, because yes, that's your one of your all-time favorites. It's up there. It and then, But then you heard we were doing Trespass. Yeah. And you, nah, I, made I instantly I'm got... Like, Mario, it's your show, <laughs> but I'm going to be there that day. You're not going to do Trespass without me. I instantly got a DM, like instantly, like I had just posted it, maybe like an hour later. It's like, hey... Mm-hmm. Can I jump on the trespass episode? Uh, and I was like, of course, of course, we'd love to have you. But it, it worked out because if we would have showed up last week, Patrick would have been gone, and Patrick is your number one fan. Oh, thank you. I, 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 sh- I, sh- I should have. Rock- I got to get a poster of your, your logo to put behind me somewhere. I might replace Black Panther. Me and PJ were looking at getting an art print of it, like how the Black Panther one right there just is. Just do it small. Yeah. Next to Black Panther. You can't take Black Panther down. Uh, I mean, I'll take I'll just move him. I'm going to take him down. Can't take the black man down. We just moving. So <laughs> well, see, so you move him up, and then you put John. John, I know John is looking at the Superfly poster back there. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. See that? Uh, it's pretty cool. Thing. Is that yeah, and that's Dolomite right behind you? Look at that. The thing. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh. Nice. Beautiful. Very cool. I love it. You should see when this guy podcasts. He's got the candles on. It's very. It's very very smooth. It's it's a whole vibe. Gotcha. It's intimate. It's intimate. Look at that. Mario, we found something at your wife's store the other day. What is it? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, it, uh, look at that. Hey. Nice. Action figure and everything. He's beautiful. And I can't take it out of the box because the box is so nice. Does he have a, do you have a blowtorch? <laughs> yeah, he's a flamethrower. Nice. That's beautiful. So that, was cool. tar- that was at Target, huh? Yeah, it was at Target. How about that? Right. Do, I have to look for that. Uh, shout out to my <laughs> wife who's out with COVID. We had COVID hit. How's she feeling? She's good. She had like she got mild cold symptoms. So last Tuesday, she said, "Oh, I'm gonna go to bed early. I'm not feeling great." And then when I went to bed, she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna go lay down on the couch. Uh, I I can't sleep lying down. I've got this cold thing." So I said, "Okay." So I just kind of avoided her just because I didn't want to get a cold. Um, And then she went to go to work Thursday and she tested herself. We had some home test kits and she tested positive. 
So then we tested my, we, we tested, I was negative and my daughter was uh, positive. My daughter had the same thing like a week before, so maybe she had a false negative. But uh, she was asymptomatic, so for the last week, we've just been living on three three different... Uh, I've been down in the garage in the podcast slash game room. Uh, my daughter's upstairs in the bedroom, and then my wife is on the on the ground floor with, uh, uh, with in the living room. So that's how wow. we're all posted up. A way to quarantine. Yeah, so quarantine. I, I've, been, I've gotten three negative tests so far. So uh, hopefully... Did you miss any work? Yeah, I, unfortunately, it automatic 10 days. Automatic 10 days, so I, I won't be back until next week, probably. So it's like a vacation for mm, you. It is, but I can't go anywhere. I can't I can't go anywhere. I haven't even gone to see my mom because I don't want to wow. accidentally carry anything over there. It's like the thing, man. It's just like the thing. I do so not want to spend the entire winter <laughs> tied to this couch. You know? Now you gotta say, I just I just want you I, I just, just want to come out. I just want I was I'm at the door of the garage going, I just want to come inside, man. I'm all better now. I just want to come inside, man. All I want is some Quaker Oats cream of wheat. <laughs> let, it's the right thing to do. Let me in, man. I, I just want to come inside. Oh, that's so great. I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah, we do. We gotta play that board game again. Oh, that's a great board game. By the way, it's back in print, Patrick. I know, I saw it. It has been. Back. It's back in print, so grab it. Well, so it's not 400 bucks anymore. I need to go grab one so I can play it myself. Too? Yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> wow. You can. Well, I don't think you, you know need the box for that. Yeah. I don't know how those two are connected, but all right. Well, it's just, it's just me, right? so I got to play with myself. Yeah, I got. Like, you know, I, yeah, you need to play got, with your thing. Brent, I got. I got hands full. I got yeah, news yeah. for you, Brent. You you come that came with a do-it-yourself kit already. You can't. <laughs> That's right. You don't have to go buy any extra gear. I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, sure. If you want to add a little spice to it, mm-hmm. you like dummy dummies books for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing solitaire edition. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, it's a good game though. It's a good game. We got to have. Uh, we always uh, have a fun time trying to figure out who the. It always, you know, goes to blood. I guess Y'all there's. What? Y'all got that Die Hard game? Yes, we do. Yeah. How the hell do you play that? Because I have it, and I don't know how to even play it. I read the instructions. I read. You sent me a video. I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what I did send you a video. I did. Well, I still can't figure it out. Let me. You know what's funny? There's um when you start playing the like a that that like a more I don't want to say how do I say it without, without sending. Sounding snotty. When you play something beyond like the regular board game, like Risk or Monopoly, or rules. yeah, um, there's always a game that will trip you up. For me, it was a game called mm-hmm. Euphoria. Nicole and I could not figure it out. We played a few games like Ticket to Ride and Settlers Catan. We're like, oh, we're, we're ready for this. We had to put that game back in the box for like a year and then go back and <laughs> revisit it. So sometimes that happens. The thing about Die Hard is I think you play the way I, I haven't played it in a while, but the way you play is. McLean takes a turn, and then the guards all get a turn, right? Yeah. And then you got to kind of move around. So you got to, you're playing as the guards, and you're playing as McLean. And then there's certain levels on the, like he can't go into certain areas. And then uh, the guards have like a route they walk, right? And then he, yeah. and then you can either move or shoot. You can only do so far. And then there's like a line of sight. Like you can only shoot a guy if he's like, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. So there's a little bit more involved, but we'll do a playthrough. It's chunky, chunky. Board. We'll get we'll get uh, Patrick and and Jake and Justine. We'll do a playthrough and you get we'll record it and send it to you. Yeah, I, I need to see professionals at work because I can't. Figure we can it do out. that. Yeah, we could do that. Oh no, trust me, me and Patrick will like read the rules 
and then we'll yep. completely <laughs> forget really important rules, but so benefit can us win. in a way. Right. Yeah. Probably not the best to learn from and that. Right. It's strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, we did it wrong. You're actually supposed to do it this way. Yeah, I they'll, like to think it's reading like halfway the rules through the game. Your benefits. They'll yeah. start. Yeah, Patrick's very good at pointing out the when other people fudge the rules, but he misses when he does it. That's a that's a Patrick move. That's, that's a, why I'm there. <laughs> I'm good at not listening. Perfect. You're perfect. Me too. Uh, it'll literally be round robin, and it'll, it'll be like Justine will. It'll be Justine's turn, and then. Patrick's turn and Patrick starts the round before everybody. Justine will literally, Patrick will just finish and Justine will go, Is it my turn? (laughs) 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 No, Justine, there's four people that need to go in between. It's It's fun. Yeah, six other people that need to play it. It's fun. Can I go now? Is it like, can I go? Can I go? (laughs) You know what? There's a lot of good um, uh, games based on movies, though. the, aside from the Die Hard game, uh, the uh, the little Godzilla game they sell at Target, that one's yeah, good. Big Trouble in Little China was good. Uh, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. That's a big box, though. And, that, and that's br- a heavy board game. Brent didn't like the movie enough to warrant that, that amount of money. The Godfather game is really good. Mm-hmm. The okay. Godfather game is really good. Uh, yeah, we like that one a lot. What else? Have y'all played that horrified game? Yes. Okay, I was looking at that one. It's fun. It's a co-op, so you, you play against the, the monsters, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, and what's the what's that one that you have where you you can buy like little, um, like the expansions are like different movie uh, characters and they fight. each Oh, other. unmatched, so, unmatched. Yeah, unmatched is a cool That's game. a good one. That's just a straight up fighting game. You and one person just go at it. You could get uh, Bruce Lee. You could get uh, now. There's a Deadpool. There's uh, all kinds of different mythical characters. Jurassic Park, where you're like, where oh, yeah. your Velociraptors. There's like all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> you can have Bruce Lee have slap Velociraptors if you want. I was about to say, yeah. kick a Velociraptor across the room. Like yes. Yep. <laughs> Who would win? Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee always wins. All day. But he, there's, it's not one. There's three Velociraptors. Still Bruce Lee. Because it's still Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there think you go. still good. He's got Punch the nunchucks. His hand into their chest. Just, mm-hmm. Rip it right out. Flying across the room. John, mm-hmm. did you get to see any Bruce Lee theatrically? Uh, I did not. I saw Enter the Dragon at the Egyptian years later. It was uh, John Saxon was there to talk about what it was like to be on the set with him. What was it like seeing it on the? I didn't see. What was it like seeing it on the big screen? I didn't see when it came out. I was probably um, Christ. I was probably in fifth grade. Uh, or sixth grade when it came out uh, theatrically. So no, well, I saw it on the big screen, but not when it came out. It was years later. How was it? Later. Oh, it was great. It was really cool. And then great afterward because people just were picking his brain, just asking him questions because he was, you know, John Saxon might have been like the. Um, I guess he's passed away now, but so this is probably a good ten years ago. But he had a lot of stories to tell about what it was like to uh, to be on the set with Bruce Lee. John Saxon always uh, also in a movie that is a, a favorite of Brent and I. Mitchell, Mitchell yes. with uh, Joe Don Baker. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a mystery science theater. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it is. It is. It is. I just, that was a wild guess. It's. Uh, I think that's with a title like that. And that's Joel's last episode too. Yes, that's sir. The, that, yeah, that, that, that right. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Joe Don Baker. Yeah. A lot of uh, baby oil jokes in that in that one. Uh, <laughs> Because yeah, he's got a love scene with who? Who's the girl that he has? Is it Linda Evans? 
Yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, it's Linda Evans from Dynasty, and there's a bottle of baby oil on the on the <laughs> on the dressing on the on the table there in the bedroom on the nightstand. Baby oil, no. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> how'd you like to how'd you like to oil up Joe Don Baker? How about that? What's how's that? That's your punishment. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, Jay, go ahead. No, yeah, I'm okay. Okay, I'm Linda, okay. Linda Evans. That's got to be after Big Valley, but before Dynasty. Exactly. Yeah. Like was was that it was like seventy seven, seventy seven. Lots of Waka yeah. Jawaka on the soundtrack. Um, just Jake and or not Jake and Justine, Patrick and Justine. Have you guys been watching anything this whole time? I do it every time, Brad. Uh, I watched the first five years, three episodes of Boba Fett. Uh huh. I, I watched Peacemaker, and have we watched anything else? Too hot to handle Encanto. Oh yeah, Justine loves Encanto. I've uh, heard it's great. Ron's yeah, gone wa- gone wrong. Ron's gone wrong. We watched that one. I refuse oh, we to watch Eternals. I started it. Yeah. I got five minutes in. And I was like, "Nope, I don't need to learn. I don't need to learn a whole new mythology. I don't need to learn about a whole new, new bunch of characters." Yeah, it was cool. Also, I heard they kill off my spoiler alert. They kill off my wife pretty early. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, early. she she shows no, up still- again, but she dies early. Forget it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. That's why I don't like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch Desperado anyway is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's coming up. That's coming up. Uh, is it? Yeah, of course. I've been watching Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted. Do you love it? Uncharted. It's good. It's just he's just. Is that where he's like a treasure hunter and it's like a movie? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where's the fucking treasure? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he has to do things that are kind of athletic, and he's not that type. So I keep thinking he's gonna die this episode. He was gonna be a. He was actually gonna be a, a soccer player before he hurt himself. So he was athletic yeah, at one like, time. I don't know. Like he had to go fishing and throw a rope in, and I just thought he's gonna slip in and die. I just oh problem. So this isn't a cooking show. He's not he made of paper. Show. He's cooking. He's just foraging his own. Uh, uh, is that the one where he like went to the to the he he baked bread in like a volcano? He was like trying to catch puffin what? in uh, yeah. Iceland. Yeah, and some yeah. somebody because he talks about that on uh, on his episode of the Hot Ones. He talks about how somebody stole the bread. He put the bread in the earth <laughs> to cool to cook, it's, and it's, somebody stole it. And somebody stole it. What yeah. was it? The Morlocks? Who the hell's gonna be in the middle of the, <laughs> in the, middle of the earth? <laughs> Who's stealing bread in the middle of the earth in a volcano? Vikings, man. Vikings. I guess. Yeah, they go everywhere. That's it. Yeah, They go everywhere, see everything. What's wrong? Um, I don't know if I told you I finished watching Insecure. They finished that. Did you cry? Yeah. And then they have an episode where it's behind the scenes of Insecure, and I just bawled my eyes off in that one. Patrick, are you uh, podcasting from a Greenpeace whaling ship? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a reference? Bought it for me, so really making fun of Justine, and that's not. He looks like he's in the radio room of a of a a Greenpeace ship. Hundred percent. What was that movie I watched? The Sea Shepherd. No, I watched that water movie. um, Waterworld. Waterworld. Marine the whole time. uh, Shape of Water. 
the abyss. Free Willy. Free oh, did you oh, love it? Abyss. Oh yeah. my god, I never want to be in a submarine. It's so yeah. That's a terrifying movie. It's good though, I think right? It contributed to my hatred. I for just Devotion. didn't like. I know there was an alien thing to it, but it was gonna keep going through the rest of the movie. It was just so random, but it was good. Did you? Yeah, it's a yeah, great one. It's that's one a crazy of, one. Yeah. It just gave you a fear of water. I'm for thinking. sure. Well, they and they she had decides to, to just drown herself. What? Yeah, and they really had to film like they were in this crazy tank. It was a crazy huge tank they built to actually. You know, they, the whole set was real. Like, it's crazy how much yeah. went into it. They almost killed Ed Harris, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, uh, he almost drowned or something? Yeah, I remember. I forget. How, I, was, I can't remember if he said he, like, cussed him out or if he, like, punched James Cameron. He did something when he came back out of that scene. Yeah. Oh. You know, you get the feeling that at some point, James Cameron just got obsessed with shooting in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, because after the abyss, it was Titanic, and then he did the ghost of the Titanic, and... He, he just wants to be in the water all the time. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. I, Ghost of the Titanic? That was like a documentary. He went down in a oh. diving bell. They're like, like a diving, they're like in just, a diving bell shooting pictures of, of inside the real Titanic. Yeah. I and didn't, didn't understand the point of getting the liquid in his um, his little astronaut suit. Liquid O2. It was liquid O2. It was liquid oh, oxygen. And, uh, I know, but it just seemed like an unnecessary stuff for the actors. It's what you actually have to do. But it's just to go that deep. Oh, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> hey, that's why the hats push so far back. Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, and then he loses the hat. He but looks like, folks. It's the guy from Hogan's <laughs> Heroes. I can't think of it, John. The guy, the, the guy on the radio from Hogan's Heroes. Is it Richard Dawson? Oh, it might Jacques be. Cousteau? It might be Richard Dawson on uh, the no on, on uh, Hogan's Heroes. Remember he's on the radio all the oh, time. Oh, that's um, that's uh, Kinch. That's uh, Ivan Dixon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Justine, I'm glad you liked that movie. How do you feel about that movie, Brent? I don't know how you feel about that one. You want to know something crazy? You've never seen it. I've never seen the whole movie. Really? The uh, whole movie. <laughs> I mean, I've seen uh, some whole movies, but I ain't never seen that whole movie. <laughs> It's worth checking uh, out. It's worth checking I've been, out. I've been waiting on it because I haven't bought it because it never hit Blu-ray. And I, if I bought a DVD and they announced the Blu-ray immediately after, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> so I haven't bought it. <laughs> and then I heard he's about to restore it and like make the director's cut 4K and everything. So I've just been waiting. But I okay. saw bits of it on FX before and I remember liking what I saw. And then I read about him like wanting to punch James Cameron. I think because there's, <laughs> there's this, I think the scene you're talking about, John, is there's a, or the scene you're talking about, Brent, there's a scene where he goes, he has to swim from one the, the station's cut off because the water got in, so he has to go to another port, uh, another uh, not porthole, another airlock. Just copying Poseidon Adventure. At this point. Yeah, yes. pretty much. <laughs> I was gonna say that's yeah. is that the way Shelley Winters died in the Poseidon yep. Adventure? Well, at one point he goes into one uh, airlock and it's locked, and he has to go oh, even farther. Shit. And that might mm-hmm. be something where maybe Cameron didn't tell him it was gonna be locked. Oh, that's maybe fun. maybe something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. so. But yeah, I could see Ed Harris punching somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think any, I think anybody would want to punch him after uh having some legit fear of drowning while on set. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey man, he was almost going to take out a whole city because they 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 didn't give his wife a proper burial, so. Mm. <laughs> Are you going to watch the remake of Poseidon Adventure? Oh, no, I never saw it with Richard Dreyfuss, right? It's good. What? Oh, okay. No. Oh, no, oh. Uh, bo- both. Uh, this is my opinion. Both remakes are awful compared to the original. I mean, it's not the original, but <laughs> they're still. It's been fun. remade twice. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't. Not 
it's not that fun. They've remade it twice, and neither one are that great. Oh, John, oh, John, with a negative opinion. Well, you'd know because I love the original, but I, the, the other two are just not. You know, there's no point. There's no point if you don't have Gene Hackman, and you don't have Ernest Borgnine. I don't think you have a. I just remember everybody being know. hype about the remake because Fergie died. That's all I remember. <laughs> ah. That's all I heard about when it came out. I wonder what she was playing. Was she playing like the Stella Stevens part? Or was she playing the Carol She was like, part? there's got to be, a, she's doing like the, 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 like a better version of there's got to be a morning after. Mm. Oh, she's doing <laughs> the Marine McGovern. With, with more, with more boom, boom, pow. Mm-hmm. Not be a morning she does, she does make them boys go crazy, so. That's hey. James Cameron almost drowned, too, while filming it. Oh, there you that's go. But it does say that Ed Harris refuses to talk about the movie. Damn. Oh, yeah. He won't be on the commentary, Dana. Now, now you know it's bad. When they're just like, I won't talk about it, you go, oh, it must have been pretty bad. You it know? just says there was a film called Under Pressure. There's a documentary behind the scenes, and that's the only mm-hmm. time he ever talks about it. Otherwise, he refuses. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You can ask him you and then get punched. <laughs> yeah. You know, you read stories. Anytime you're shooting, like, out in the water or on a ship or, on, you know, in submarine movies, it's always, like, near-death experiences because you can't control it. They're trying to shoot it, and it just will not cooperate because it's the ocean, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it's like you can't say, stop, you know, we'll take that again. Well, that was the whole thing about Jaws, right? That was one of the oh, few. Christ. That yeah. was one of the few movies that was able to pull it off successfully. And uh, and you know, and they but they were, just about that just even about. Then they still had issues with the animatronic. It would just it would never want it, it never would wanted to work. Break down and yeah. yeah well, you're shooting on the water. How are you going to make the ocean? Uh, you know, do what you want it to do. You can't. You got to wait for no. for a moment and then. Shoot. And that was like his second movie, so it's like you know he's thinking this is going to be my last movie. If I can't pull this out of the hat, this is going to be my last movie. Because they're out the money. If he can't pull it off, they're out the money. So. Yeah. Got to hand it to him. Yeah, I, I I heard there was a story where uh, what's his name, the head of Universal, pulled him into the office and said, "Look, I want these little bastards hung up by their Buster Browns." Or <laughs> I, I forget. I love the God. I love the mayor. The more I, uh, I the know. older I get, I know. he is what's my our favorite line. Do do it. Do our favorite line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are barracuda. Somebody gets bitten by a barracuda. Oh, he goes, somebody. <laughs> somebody says like, somebody yells barracuda. Everybody says, "Huh? What? You yell shark." We got a panic attack on the 4th of July. That's great. <laughs> Love it. The mayor with his little uh, anchor suit, his little suit has little anchors on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, He's now perfect. You, Murray Hamilton's perfect. Well, look, living through living through the Trump administration and then watching how they dealt with COVID, that's what it was, mm-hmm. dude. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It was the mayor it was the mayor from we're fine. Everything's fine. Right, right. Trump's all somebody else barracuda. You go, huh? What? Yeah. Are we going to watch the COVID. movie Deep Blue Sea? No. Oh, I have uh, it. I can make y'all copies of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Brent, was on that, Brent was on that pretty quick. You own a piece oh, of that? Oh, I have all, I have all three of them. So. Wow. Wait, hold on. Three? Yeah, I've only two, seen one. They oh, had Jesus. two sequels that came out like two years ago, maybe? Direct, was that direct to video? Or? Yes, sir. Straight to yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brent, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you, since, since you are our guest and we're your host, you get to pick the category today. You got comedy oh. blockbusters. You got 80s and 90s, or you got action movies. Action movies. Trivia. Trivia time. Break, break out the action movies. Break out the action movies. Here we go. Action movie quiz time. Everybody's everybody's participating. And we'll, you guys, what do you guys, how do you guys want to do it? Last man standing? 
keep yeah, us keep score. All right, last man standing. Here we go. Let me let me put the glass. Let me put the official podcast glasses on. Oh hey, oh, yeah. oh wow! Hey, how do you do that? He's in two places. Oh, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> how did he do that? I'm a He's magician. I don't know. How is there a fake Jake right now? Look at that. There's a glitch in the matrix. But you know, know what? Your your audio sounds better on the new one. Does is it? That why you, is that why you did it? I couldn't oh, tell you. Oh, weird. Well-kept secret. Weird. It, it looks well-kept like the Billy secret. Jean video where it kept freeze-framing Michael Jackson. And <laughs> 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 yeah. Movie well, magic. That's all. I'll tell, you the, all I'll tell you what. The kid is not my son. That's for sure. All right. Here we go. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right. Brent, we're going to start with you, sir. You're our guest. Oh, okay. Who played the Bond girl in Die Another Day? Who played the Bond girl in Die Another Day? Holly Berry. Bam. John, in speed, what speed must the bus be kept above? In speed, what speed must the bus be kept above? Oh, crap. Is it 90? No, it is 50. Mm-hmm. 50, John. Okay. Justine, who is the alter ego? I'm sorry, who is Tony Stark's alter ego in the 2008 movie of the same name? <laughs> oh, is she not going to get Wait, Say it again. Oh, she confused? <laughs> It's uh, Dr. Doolittle. Uh, who is Tony Stark's alter ego in the 2008 movie of the same name? Sherlock Holmes. Stony Tark. <laughs> the Hulk. Bruce Banner. Justine. Who is Tony Star Stark's Bruce. alter ego? Spider Man. <laughs> oh, Iron Man? Yes. Wow. I didn't know what you were getting at. Everyone's all, shoot. I didn't understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick. In real, yeah. In real no, in real life. Patrick, what <laughs> is what is Red October in the hunt for Red October? Oh, well. it's a submarine. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Jake, who starred in the Transporter movie series? Trans. Oh my God, I've never seen the Transporter movies. Oh. You've seen the commercials though. Yeah, he's mm. on every single one. No. Um, fuck. What's his name? <laughs> You're close. He's bald. Yeah. I know. John Sandy. I know. John Sandy. Bruce John Sandy <laughs> is the transporter. Bruce Willis. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's my other life. I'm, yeah. That's right. I'm him and my other <laughs> life. Yeah, John Sandy. Can you imagine? John Sandy's an assassin. No, John Sandy will be the equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like John I feel like John could be a Bond villain. <laughs> Why a villain? He can be a Bond girl. <laughs> uh hmm. I'll take the villain. <laughs> John's laugh, John's laugh out of context could be could be could be mildly disturbing. No, I'm just thinking of Monica Bellucci. Ah, I did it, Mario. I got her name in. Yeah, yeah, you there did you it. Go. You did it. I was worried for you. We were 20 I minutes know. into the show. I know. I know. 26. All right. Uh, did he answer? No, he hasn't. <laughs> I, said, I said Bruce Willis. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. No, it's one. It's one of those. One of those bald guys. I mean, you never saw time to even look it up. Like we didn't. True. True story. I was at a restaurant once, and I overheard. Uh, it, it was a blind date, obviously, because they were asking each other all these questions. And uh, the girl asked the guy very eagerly, "Who's your favorite actor?" And the guy's like, "My favorite actor." Like he was about to say somebody like, like he was going to throw down a name, you know, like, so, like maybe somebody you had never heard of, or you know, you know, my favorite actor is Salmini or something like that. My favorite actor, Jason Statham, and he was totally serious. Oh. 
That's the end of that date. All right. And did, did, did the girl say, check, please? Yeah. The girl was just like, oh. The girl's, yeah, okay, that was it. Okay, well, I got to go now. I love sitting next to people on their first date. Oh, it's, it's the best. Favorite. It is the best. <laughs> it is the best. What did you and Patrick talk? Where did you go on your first date? Disneyland. Oh, oh that's a good okay. first date. That's a good first date. Except you're somebody spending a lot of money. No. Uh, we both, we had, both passes. had passes, so. Oh, even better. If it doesn't work, you just bail out. That's yep. right. Did, did just do you never say who's your favorite uh, action star? No. No, it wasn't even action star. It was who's your favorite actor? No. If oh, she had she said, what, what's your favorite actor? Like well, if you said who's your favorite Sean action Connor. star, then you say, okay. Sean you know who's Sean Connor? Who said Sean? Connor? I already know his favorite. <laughs> it's um, that white guy. Uh, oh, that <laughs> one. That narrows it down. Yeah. Oh, that's the movie I watched. Have you seen The Last Duel? No. Oh, I watched that one. I've heard it's like Rashomon. Is that true? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I didn't know that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon it's were going to be in it's it. It's the same story, three from three different ah, perspectives. Rashomon, yeah, and uh, 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 Matt Damon. Yes, is... I saw Adam Driver's ass. I did see it. Hey, how was it? I was very happy. Oh, <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> did it look like a pepperoni? His butt? Yeah, yeah. Pepperoni ass. <laughs> Two big pepperonis. Can I get double pepperoni? Wouldn't that be awful? That what, really takes some, what if, what if he some had, editing, wouldn't it? What if he had pepperonis up front but pineapple in the back? What about that? What yeah, if that, yeah. that happened? Just look, like, just look like pineapple. Hawaiian pizza Girl, hey. Pizza face. With the breadstick, please. Hey. Whoa. Hey. How you doing? Brent, who... Who played the Riddler in Batman Forever? Jim Carrey. Correct. (laughs) Patrick, in 300, the Persian army is led by which character? Uh, It's Gerald Butler who plays Leonidas. No, no, the Persian army. Oh, that's, um, I'm sorry, I don't know the actor's name, but he is, uh, I did fuck up. It's the character. Uh, He is uh, uh, Xerxes. Correct. Uh, Jake's out. Justine, Will Smith plays Agent J in Men in Black. Who plays Agent K? Who plays Agent K? Oh, this is going to go forever. Men in Black. Oh, man. No, it won't. Trust me, it won't. (laughs) We're going to fuck up like a minute. Uh, (laughs) Or Brent Brent (laughs) 1. What's his name? It's uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, my God. She pulled it. She did it. I'm impressed. That's right. So proud of you. I don't know. That's what, right. What? Well, I had to think about the Riddler and Toothpaste, and I got his name. Hey, there you hey, go. Hey, Good. There you go. Context clues. Uh, we're back to Brent. What city does Liam Neeson's character travel to in Taken? What city does Liam Neeson's uh, character travel to? What was that? In Taken. Well, Amsterdam? I don't know. No, Paris, I France. Brent, oh. I thought you were going to win. I've, I've seen that shit seen once. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I knew it was France. <laughs> Patrick, which action movie stars Nicolas Cage, Steve Buscemi, and John Malkovich? Uh, airplane? No. Airplane? <laughs> not airplane. Uh, fucking <laughs> what? I'm not thinking of airplane. I don't know. I don't know Flip why it. I said airplane. Looks like you, looks like you picked the wrong movie. It's Con Air. It's Con Air, right? Look, looks go. like you picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I was, I was, what action movie? It airplane. It was supposed to be Con Air. I was on the right spot. Uh, I'll uh, accept uh, it. I'll allow it. No, no, no. It's fine. Because you're usually... Well, that's, gener- that's generous. You're usually not that dumb. Well, I don't. I can't have Justine win by default. You want Justine <laughs> to win? Justine, you win. Yeah, 
Yeah, you win. What's the wow. question? You won. <laughs> but give me the last question. Are you, wow. you, won't, you won't like it. Damn it. Uh, wow, it's going to a victory lap. All right, tell you what. If you get it wrong, dunk on this if you get it wrong, Patrick's <laughs> back in. All right? Okay, go. Who starred? I'm sorry about this, John. Who starred as Hellboy in the 2004 movie of the same name? This is easy. Name. I know who this it is. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, Justine's gonna go say, "Was it John?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name. Jawbone McPherson. I know exactly He's, what he looks He like. was married to someone it you like. It doesn't matter. I know. I don't know his name. He was in Beauty and the Beast. He's yeah. the big He's the, guy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Ron Perlman. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wow! Hey, she got it. Justine she got wins. It. She got there. Holy I was cow! How that came to me. <laughs> Tommy Lee hey. Jones and Ron Perlman. I don't know. You're the best. Wow. You, you, you're like, like in a trance or something. Yeah. You like a lot of different. Well, you like a lot of different types. It takes all types. It takes all types. Okay, so I super won, right? You super, super won. won. You super won. You I like dunked it. it. You you won with authority. It wasn't even Thank close. You. I didn't just win. I super won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you dominated. Slam a jam. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the old NBA jam? She's heating up. And just bam. That's it. Justine is on fire. I hope so. Yeah, right. Mario won't let it happen. What? Space Jam? Watching Hook? Space Jam, Michael Jordan Space Jam? We can watch that. Yeah. I just bought the 4K. I have it down. I like that movie. That was back like my favorite era of the NBA. Like That was like, that was cool. So I don't mind that. John hates it because the Looney Tunes. Well, they're not. They're just regular Looney Tunes in that one. You want to know something weird? I just uh, saw the new one. <laughs> oh, I never like saw. I never saw the old one. I just saw the new one. Uh, it was weird. There's some weird stuff going on in there with uh, Don Cheadle. Well, it's so different. They do some odd stuff. It almost feels one. like. Yeah. It feels like Wreck It Ralph in a way. They go into the, uh, you know, into the, uh, the, uh, internet. You know, they kind of like uh, mm-hmm. go into this. Uh, the circuitry, you know, it becomes this whole other thing. The first one has an iconic soundtrack, though. Yeah. Yes, it does. I own that shit. That's, that's a good soundtrack. <laughs> uh, Justine, you how do you feel about them going into Casablanca in the new one? <laughs> Brent gave it a chicken now to that the know what it is. Mm-hmm. Brent with the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. <laughs> the hard-hitting oh, journalism. Oh, that classic. <laughs> <laughs> because it had Casablanca in it, she gave it a six. Justine, you know I'm, what? I'm gonna take heat off you, Justine. I've never seen Casablanca. So. You'll love it. I mean, I wish uh, Brent. Once I wish you, you were watch here. it, you know it's on everything. It's, it's all right. I wish you were here in LA because tonight they're going to be showing a special Fathom event at all the theaters in the area. They're going to show Casablanca at seven o'clock oh, as part of a. Oh. Eight, it's going to be part of an 80th anniversary thing. It's about five different theaters in the area. They're going to play it. Maybe nice. Fathom events are usually nationwide, so maybe if you check your local... Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Let me go see it. You can hear... I'm, th- thinking, about, I'm thinking about going tonight. Because that'll be like an empty theater. I mean, you, you'll be fine there. Like, <laughs> it, could, it, it probably will be, because who hasn't seen it? And if you haven't, you don't care. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like- <laughs> but you do get to hear Peter Laurie say, Hi, Merrick. Hi, Merrick. Hi, Merrick. You me. How long? How long's the movie again? Like two hours? Uh, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. An hour and a half. Yeah. Two. About like four hours. Oh stop! Wow. <laughs> oh stop! 
Well, you know what, Justine? If I, go, if I go tonight and I see Justine in the front row, I'm going to go, ah, you are busted. Never. Yeah. Never. I love it. Justine didn't, like Never. The, Justine didn't like the way the Nazis were portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> she felt they should have gotten better treatment. That's really what it I'm, is. I'm convinced <laughs> that she didn't like it because Bogart smiles. <laughs> yeah, hoagie bogey smile. Just yeah. What is she? She can't ever say his name. Humpy Dumpy. Humpy Dumpy. Hoger Bogart. It's something. Go kart. Rupert. Rupert yogurt. I don't know. Bogart. Yogurt. Hey, don't bogart. Blanket made with that face on there. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm gonna do that next year. All right. Let's. We're gonna take a quick break. Brent, I'll send you the link in the break, but. Let's uh, let's take like a five minute break because I got to run upstairs real quick and then we'll reconvene. You don't need to know that audience. You're just going to hear some music and then we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about uh, Book of Boba Fett and then we're going to talk about this week's movie Trespass. Yes, sir. So we will be back after these messages. Justine back there tweeting that out. I see you back there. Look at that. I'm looking up Buckeye. <laughs> oh, you're you looking up Buckeyes. Yeah, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeye. <laughs> it says only Ohio. It's like our it's like our national something because that's why we got the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, the Buckeyes of Ohio State will take on Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. It's gonna be a barn burner. Notre Dame. No, no, no nobody, just, nobody else watched Buckeye, call. Buckeyes. It's just like a ball of like peanut butter and like sugar and shit and then it's like dunked in chocolate it gets hard in it. it's oh, like a Reese cup kind of oh, mm. but, it, it but it's good hard. though yes it damn Buckeye stay hard yeah man <laughs> <laughs> too, too bad my too bad my shoulder hurts because the way Brent described that I'm getting a little you know what I'm saying alright here we go I see, I see you back there here we go you ready three and a two we're back we're back we're loose see we're all loosey goosey now oh I actually started recording like a minute ago here we go three oh, well. two one Hey, welcome back, everybody. What a great break. I went upstairs and, uh, and I, I, I moved uh, some furniture. I really did. That's literally what I did. Uh, we, had a nice, her, huh? we, had a, we had a nice visit with my wife uh, for a quick second. She jumped on the Zoom call before we, uh, before we jumped. She wanted to say hello to everybody. Uh, it, we missed an important piece of business. Last week, our guest celebrated a birthday. And so, in of course... I mean, it's the tradition here on the show. We have to sing him happy birthday. Are you ready, gang? Here we go. Yeah. Three and a two and a one, two, three. Estas son las mañanitas que cantaba Rey David. Hoy por ser de tu santo, te las cantamos a ti. Despierta, mi bien despierta. Happy <laughs> that was terrible. Come on, you guys, let's no, do it. You, you know, every time we do this, it sounds worse. All right. It's like we're all singing a different song. Three and a two it's and like a one, two, three. Singing. Listen, watch me. I can't do that. It's from Blazing Saddle. Uh, you know. <laughs> all right, here we go. Watch it. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Brent from Home Video Hustle. 
Happy birthday to you. You guys left me. Sounds like, thanks. sounds like five different people singing five different songs. It was great. <laughs> Happy that birthday, is, Brent. How was your I'll birthday? You. You're welcome. I heard you got insane off of Ciroc and just uh, oh, did a six-hour marathon podcast. Five hours and like 48 minutes. Dang. No commercials? <laughs> No, no ads. No, I was like, I can't put ads in there because we play like four hours of copyrighted music. So I was like, I can't do that. I don't want to get the podcast network in trouble. But um, it's funny because we talked about Falling Down, the Michael Douglas movie. Yes. And it led to this whole like funk, R&B and hip hop like radio show out of nowhere. Well, that's what I think of when I think of Michael Douglas. The P-Funk All-Stars is right where my my head goes. (laughs) That's one of our favorite movies growing up, like Falling Down, as crazy as that sounds. Like we love that movie. And it just got us so hyped that we just started playing music. And it's like, it, I, I was telling people, it's basically a demo for the Brent PJ radio show, because that's all it sounds like. So if you want to hear a lot of music, that's the place to go. I tell people, I've been saying, that's the best episode we've ever recorded. Well, take a second. Wow. Take a second and plug, A, your, your, your podcast, and B, tell us about your side hustle, your radio. Your radio. Because ah. that's really well, cool. Yeah, I love doing it. I need to do another one. But, um... Me and my friend PJ, my brother, we have a podcast called The Home Video Hustle Podcast. Hustle motherfucking hustle. See, somebody listens. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we put out episodes every Friday, how we do things. We watch any type of movie, good, bad, or whatever. We put, I put a bunch of movies into a bag. PJ picks it out at random, and that's what we talk about. And PJ's never seen anything. So he, I showed him Frankenstein for the first time recently. I showed him all the David Lynch movies almost for the first time recently. He had never seen Star Wars. I showed him that, and he absolutely hated Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, uh, we watched Lord of the Rings, and we got flat because we both absolutely hated Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like Like, basically, like how Justine is for y'all, PJ is for me. So if you, if you want more of that type of energy, it's PJ all day. What I say in, your, what I say in my email, I, 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 you, you give him gold, and he swats That's it away. Right. Just swats all of it away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so every Friday we do that. We got like almost 300 episodes. Go listen to that. But the side hustle that he was talking about on our Patreon page, I have HVH Radio, where it's basically just a radio show. I have breaks. I play music blocks. And I usually do different. Like the first one was like jazz type stuff. The second episode was a little bit more like chill hip hop. And the last one was a mix of everything. So I got, I got. I was actually gonna pull off the Trespass soundtrack, but I have so much music that I couldn't find it in time to get back on the microphone. Do, so I was digging through CDs and I couldn't get it. Do the radio, do the radio voice for the kids at home. Just give us a little bit of what we hear when we. Hey, welcome back to HVH Radio. Ooh. What you just heard was "Bet You Don't Know" by Najee, and next up we have Big Daddy Kane R A W because that's what we like to keep it here. Uh, HVH Radio, stay tuned. Is that the forty-five version yeah. of? Uh, is that, oh, is that yeah, the 45 version of Big Daddy King? I try. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Get that Buckeye strong. Isn't that smooth? Isn't that nice? <laughs> Just the Buckeye. Mm. Yeah, check that it out. If you don't like know. A go Buckeyes. I'm only going to think of that. Uh, the You're Buckeyes. Welcome. I started listening. I think, I, uh, I think Truck Turner was my first episode, but I think it was like episode four. I found Manos. you guys. Wow. Manos was. Four. Was it, was it Manos was four? What episode you was found me through the, You found me through the Mystery Science Theater group, right? That's right. That was Manos then. Okay. Well, no, you had, because I think for some reason I listened to Truck Turner first. Oh, you okay, I got you. Yeah. 
But, uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I found it because we're, we're mystery science theater nerds. That's how we found each other. It's funny. We didn't find each other through other podcasts. We found each other because of mystery science theater. If I was recording upstairs, I would show you. I have a whole shelf with every mystery science theater DVD set and VHS tape in it upstairs. What? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You mean, you, you mean like that? You mean no, like? Oh, mine's is bigger. Well, that's yeah. that's. Yeah. A, <laughs> I mean. He's gonna show you in the bedroom. Hard yeah. Hard. Show you. <laughs> I love I mean, your meat cute. That's so cute. I need that. I need my three, 3D, 3D <laughs> glasses. Cute. 3D glasses. That can go any way you want it. <laughs> there it is. I, if you look in the corner, you can see all my Mystery Science Theater DVDs right there. Well, can I can I flip it for you? Can y'all y'all gonna see a little bit of my junky apartment real quick? Oh yeah. I well see, it's an optical illusion, Brent. As I have to say, as I've said many times before, it's an optical illusion. <laughs> Because it's actually there's it's actually too deep, uh, you know. Oh. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. I'm. I had to start restart collecting with the Shout Factory one, so I bought ones that I already have. I didn't do that. I, just, I kept the old ones. I ain't rebought them. I was like, I ain't that deep in there. I, you know why? Just At be, the moment. because their storage <laughs> is better. The Rhino ones I love, That's but true. the Rhino ones are hard to to store. Yeah, they're thicker. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> But welcome to Buckeye Talk. Welcome to Buckeye Talk. <laughs> That's right. It's cold and it's deep too. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, you gotta go deeper. Hey, always. You got to. <laughs> Don't raise your eyebrow, me, Patrick. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I don't want to. I don't want. I, I'm gonna paraphrase. Uh, I'm gonna paraphrase Mr. James Brown, the hardest working man in show business, to say that yes, Pat, Patrick is broken out in a cold sweat. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just want to get into it. You know, you know, like like a sex machine. Where'd they go? Look, Patrick went through. He faded. He faded away. Dang. Patrick left. He's yelling at Justine right now. Put the buck eye away, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's letting her. He's giving her what for. He's like moving the dog. Put that on a t-shirt. I was she moving took the dog. Walk. She made sure he went to the bathroom. You know, made it do tricks. <laughs> Walkies. He stood up on his hind legs. I mean, Jesus. Uh, okay, which gentlemen, twas, gentlemen and ladies, since we're going to be covering two movies today, special bonus episode. Uh, we're going to go a little longer today. Do you want to do trespass first, or do you want to do uh, matinee first? Which one should we do first? Matinee, since that's what he anyway. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do matinee. John, do you want to? Well, who's got the information on matinee? Oh, Patrick hasn't watched, so cover your ears, Patrick. Uh, but you can read the. You can read this. Does anybody want to volunteer and tell us what this movie was about? Sure. John, give us matinee. the a brief synopsis of. Yeah, matinee. this is like around sixty-two. This is during. This is the week of the, uh, of the Cuban Missile Crisis, and this is uh, some kids that are growing up uh, in Florida. And one of them's got a dad that's just deployed. He's on one of the ships that's going to have to inspect the Russian ships heading for Cuba. But uh, this kid is, um, I think he's in junior high, and he's really into monster movies. And since he's always moving from base to base, he doesn't really make friends that much. So what he does is he likes to spend a lot of time in the movie theater watching old monster movies. So who he considers his friends are like Vincent Price and uh, Peter Lorre and all those guys. And uh, this is like a week in his life. Uh, What happens... uh, what happens during the Cuban Missile Crisis? 
what happens to him and his friends and how they uh, respond. And and also, uh, it's the week that a uh, a William Castle like. Uh, 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 what's the word? What's yeah, the word he's called? Making a personal appearance. Yeah, yeah what's right, the word yeah. called? Not a provocateur. Uh, um, what is that word? What is that word when you're uh, an auteur? No, he's not an. <laughs> there's another word for it. It'll come to me when I'm asleep in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, but, he's uh, he's going to make a special appearance. I left out the best part. Uh, John Goodman plays a William Castle type. He's going to make an appearance at the theater. They're going to do the premiere of uh, a movie called Mant, and he's going to be there to pass out free tickets and to talk before the movie, and he's also going to install some things in the theater. Uh, and uh, there you go. This was directed by uh, Joe Dante. It is from uh, 1993. And uh, does anyone want to guess what it uh, made at the box office? Anyone guess? I can't. I, I don't think this. I don't think this was a hit, but I don't think it cost much to make. So, mm, tough guess. Three million. You're going to say three million? Patrick, you I don't read it already. Justine, I thought I was gonna have to talk about it. This movie, mm-hmm. matinee. How much it made? How much you think How much it made? Did it cost to make it? Matinee. Uh, Thirteen million was the budget. Oh, oh. shit! Uh, mm. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna say ten. I'm gonna change mine to ten. Change it to Ooh. ten. Ten million. Uh, Eleven. Eleven, John. Ah. She did a. She did a. <laughs> I don't think she did a. right on you. Man. <laughs> I don't think I don't think this movie lost money. I'm going to say 15. Jake. Oh god, I think it I think it made a little bit. Yeah, we'll say I'll say 20. Good. It's just good. Thank uh you. it box office 9.5. 9.5. Box office 9.5. Did not do well, but has become a bit of a cult classic in the uh, ensuing years. Uh, I remember wanting to see this, and it was gone before I would I was able to get a chance to see it. Wasn't it wasn't around very long. No, and it, but uh, I was a huge fan of them, as I've always have been, and uh, obviously Mance is a takeoff on them and the 1950s version of The Fly. So it's like a yeah, cross between those two things. And the great thing about Joe Dante is you get all of the great Joe Dante character actors, including... One of Dick Brent's Miller. favorites, Dick Miller. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's great. You like Dick Miller, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all still haven't done shopping more, have y'all? They don't not. These kids don't uh, want to watch it. Close. They do oh, not. We came close. They I'm not sure why we didn't. Man. We came real close, yeah. They don't want to watch it. Anything actually, they... actually, before you show them that, you should make them watch, eat, uh, make them watch Eating Raul first. Ah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Somebody just, somebody just randomly brought that movie up to me uh, recently. So it was just eating roll. I was like, dude, I haven't thought about that movie in so long. Uh, but yeah, the great Dick Miller and William Shallert's in here, and there's a lot of great faces in here. And, uh, oh, go ahead, John. I was going to say, what you get is you get about three guys who have been in classic sci-fi movies. You get Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. And you also get the guy, I forget, that's a scientist from the original thing. Yeah. Uh, Carradine, I think is his William, last name. Or yeah. you get William Shallert. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he is a scientist from The Thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we must communicate with it. It's a, it shows intelligence. Um, no, just shoot it. It's a giant carrot. Let's kill it. Yeah. Uh, so, Brent, having not having seen this and loving this era of movie, what did you think? And also the William Castle kind of thing laid over it. What did you think of this one? I loved it. Because um, I, I thought I'm glad you said that because the whole time I was watching, I'm like, is this supposed to be William Castle? Because all I can think of is the trailers and shit, like the Tingler trailer, or like <laughs> the Donica's trailers, or some shit like that. 
But no, I liked it. Um, it it felt like for I thought it might have had a slightly higher budget because it felt like the era. It looked like it. It didn't look like it was in the nineties or whatever. So yeah, they did a good job doing that. We always talk about that whenever we watch a movie set in a time period. Uh, like whether or not that takes you out of it, whether or not they kind of mess stuff up and they just kind of, uh, yeah. but, but it, it felt like it was the sixties. Everything was like down mm-hmm. to the, all the little details. And I, I was laughing to myself cause there's a point where John Goodman is talking about like the theater experience and all that. Shit. He's like installing the seats and everything. And I felt back cause it's just like, I used to be that way, but now it's like, I'll just watch the shit at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think COVID did that to a lot of people though. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm hanging on by my I'm hanging on by my fingernails, man. <laughs> that's that's kind of where I was, and then I had a bad experience because I went to mm. what, what, what movie did I go see? Where I was about to choke somebody's kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but there was this little dude and he just kept talking, and everybody's shushing the kid, and it, it's like only three people in there other than me. So it's like, of course, it's like one of those three people have to be annoying as fuck. And it's like, I literally want to go and choke a child right now. And I'm just trying to watch whatever dumbass movie I'm looking at. It's probably Resident Evil. I think that's what I saw last. Why Which is you... why the kid even there in the first wow. place. Yeah. Why is there a kid in Resident Evil? <laughs> I love that when it's a kid and you're going, God, this is like rated R. What are they doing? This is like a decapitations and sex. Why are they in there with a, with a kid? You know? It's yeah. Like... I just, that's what it was. There was a part, there's a, there's a little zombie thing called a liquor. And it like decapitated somebody. And the kid was like screaming. I'm like. Get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you should have told him. <laughs> I, w- I would say I came so close. So close. I'm trying to be cool, though. Because I ain't trying to fight yeah. nobody out here with COVID. They spit on me and now I'm sick or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are kids allowed to go into a theater if they're not old enough? If they got a parent. parent. If they're parents. Yeah. R is, R is parent. To, uh, um, if you got a parent with you. But Jesus, who would bring a kid to something like that? Plus, you don't want to be the guy on the internet that gets filmed for beating up a kid, right? Exactly. Like, that's, that's not good the for the image. <laughs> you know what? Be like, I drew a logo with somebody that beat up kids in it. Really? Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. You almost went full Anakin on that kid. That would have been great. That would have been straight attack. It was episode three, and he pulled the lights. Every kid's like, what are we going to do? And he's just like, pew. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Brent comes home. I killed them all. <laughs> The women, the children. The women, the children. <laughs> Everyone just gone. The younglings. Oh, poor younglings. They didn't deserve all that to, it. All that to say that I liked the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, I figured it was right up your alley. And so, uh, you know, a lot of that. But uh, I, I love John Goodman in this one. He's great. Yeah, I love it. Best part. He's got a really good uh, really good character. I like he's just kind of see. He's just seedy enough, but he's also cool. He kind of mm-hmm. takes the kid under his wing, and he's showing him a thing or two. And uh, I, I love you can tell he, you can tell he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Guy. He's a con I, man, but he's a basically good guy. Yeah. yeah. I got a question for the room because I want to know if it was the same out in L.A. and all that too. Is the the, the bomb drill they do where they put their they get down and they put their hands behind their head? Ain't that the stupidest shit in the world? Yeah. Like I always oh, thought yeah. it was even yeah. as a kid, but I was watching it here. Oh. I completely forgot about that. It's so yeah, oh, yeah. keep you safe. We have. Well, when the girl says it, you're like. Yeah, that, I, that was me back then. I, I actually legit got in trouble because I was like, "Yo, this is stupid. Why don't we just leave?" <laughs> yeah, like yeah. legitimately, the school I was at, I went to a school called Afrocentric, and we used to get bomb threats and shit sometimes. Wow. And they would be like, "Oh, let's we're gonna go out here and we're gonna do this." I went home. I ain't stay that far away. I went home. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they they called the house and, my, and they were like, "My grandma was like, well, motherfucker, there's a bomb threat. I ain't gonna have you stay there. So I ain't gonna wait." Exactly. Wow, they literally you know, were kind of ca- debris be flying around. Fuck that. They would literally also, if, call him bomb threats. If, 
You know, if yeah. it's an atomic bomb, you think like uh, going under a table is going to help you? you yeah, know? just put your hands. You, hundred percent. John, John got this. John probably got this in school more than I did, but they, we still had bomb drills when I was a little kid. Uh, yeah, I, I remember yeah, doing too. bomb drills, and then uh, I remember once in high school I had zero period, and uh, we they were I guess they were testing the alarm at City Hall. But they didn't tell the school they were testing the alarm at City Hall. Oh. And this is like, you know, this is like right in the era of the day after, right? This is like 80, I want to say like 87, 88, like right in there. And we just hear the, the sirens start going off and we're like, well, I guess that's it. Like, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess what? What's happening? And the teacher got up like, Russian. the teacher just looked like she saw a ghost. I remember she just turned pale, mm. got up and called the, the office and was on the phone with the office for the longest time. And I guess the office because it wasn't scheduled. Yeah, and I guess the <laughs> office was trying to get a hold of the city hall and figure out if you know. That's kind of a ridiculous response, though, right? That's the nuke <laughs> alarm. You don't have time to get up on the phone. No, well, I, I always said hit the basement. I always said back in those days, if I if they gave us enough warning, I would just drive into Los Angeles because like I don't want to be get like the radiation poisoning and die like. Three months later, uh, you know what I mean. I just you know, just be like Fallout. Huh? Yeah, I just want to be like Linda <laughs> Hamilton in uh, Terminator Two. This is right there. Up against a fence. Yeah. <laughs> <It's right there>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Robert Klein did that thing where you know, because he grew up in the fifties, and he's you know, and he said what they used to do is uh, say, okay, we're, so he said they did it all the time. It was almost like a weekly thing doing the A bomb drills. And it was that you know the school bell. He said. Then they had the foresight to use the same bell for lunch every day. So you hear the lunch bell. You're like, ah, ah. You know, you're like, oh, it's the lunch bell. You know? okay. right. Could you pick a different different bell than the the one we're gonna hear every day at twelve? You know, oh, I would do that if I was a principal. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, this will get the little fuckers. Yeah. We're gonna wake y'all up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you're paying attention. Yeah. Just you for principal. Justine, what do you think one. of? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What did you think of uh, of a matinee, Justine? Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. this went straight to. This is like a home movie, like. No, this is theatrical. TV. No. Movie. This is theatrically yeah. released by the uh, director of Gremlins. We may have heard of a little movie called Gremlins. And, it kind of. And the Howling like, too. He did the Howling. And Small Soldiers. And Small Soldiers. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I've seen that. I've seen Small Soldiers. Mm-hmm. I know Small Soldiers. I'm, um, I'm sure you have. Okay. Hey. Oh, oh. <laughs> Don't let him talk about you like that. Nah, it's about how you use it. Uh, it's, how, it's, it's about how you, de- that, how you deploy them. <laughs> uh, so you thought it looked like a TV movie, Justine? I did. Did um, you enjoy it, though? I had to re-evaluate the movie and be like, okay, this was a made-for-TV movie. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's perfectly not, fine now. It's a made-for-TV movie. Not every movie has to look like it costs 200 million bucks. John, no. I, John, let me intercede. Remember I told you this may happen, mm. and you had to be ready for it. You have to steal your heart. Hey, Justine. <laughs> Justine, did you, did you laugh at this stuff? The movie within the movie, Mant, the black-and-white movie, within the movie, did you laugh at that stuff with the ant head? Oh, you're killing me. You are killing me. Well, She's like, not my heart. Brent and I are just looking at John going, welcome to our world, baby. Welcome to our world. <laughs> hey, Brent, 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 weren't you laughing out loud? All those jokes that you went. 
which man's he's gonna enlarge get bigger you know? <laughs> I, I loved it because i actually i got the fly box set and i just watched the first three original oh too, so wow I, I, yeah nice. <laughs> like, and did oh, you recognize the music they're they're playing musical cues from creature from the black lagoon did you I catch thought, that I, I heard that now for a minute i thought they were using uh this island earth cues too i, I think they're using that too it's all universal yeah. stuff i know so there's about three of them yeah ba 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 I think if you're not a huge fan of these monster films, it's probably just a whatever movie. That's true. Um, That's true. I Although like I- you get all this, you get all this. Um, well, what'd you think of the um, like? Uh, it's like a lot of it was sort of like a coming of age. About half the movie is like a coming of age. Yeah. Age movie. Yeah, I mean, I like those parts. I just the ah. movie part is whatever. Okay. Um, she's gonna give it a John. Don't worry. She's gonna give it a nine. This is this. Yeah, is, she's yeah. on track to give it a nine. That's the way this scene she made. I don't know. I did. I like the Independence Day girl. She was great. I Independence Day girl. Oh, was that Keely Martin or was that the other one? Which one was the Independence Day girl? Wasn't she in the movie? Who? Which one are you talking about? Or maybe she's in the movie Volcano. (laughs) Is it the beat? Is it the beatnik girl or the blonde? Yeah, Yeah, the beatnik girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We'll look it up. Google it. I think she's in the movie Volcano or Earthquake, whatever, with Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. Nice volcano, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other girl, my wife recognized the girl that's dating the juvenile delinquent as the late... <laughs> my, wa- my wife was horror. She was traumatized by an episode of ER where there is a birthday cake in the ER and somebody leaves a knife out and this guy gets out of the psycho ward and stabs one of the nurses and kills her. Oh. And uh, that is the the that is the nurse that gets stabbed in the episode. And my wife recognized wow. her. I was like, how did you recognize her? She's like 12. She's like, nope, that's the same girl. <laughs> and she has been in other things. I the name rings a bell. She's been in some stuff. Um, yeah, she's so in a, the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. So and her the Hocus oh, Pocus yeah. kid, it was nice to see them. Oh, okay. Something else. I forgot but... the Hocus Pocus kid. Never seen that movie. Oh, it's totally the Hocus Pocus <laughs> kid. Oh, so He's good. the main lead. Amazing. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I w- guess because I don't have that love for was it great monster to, movies, was, I didn't really care. Was it great to see Robert De Niro's uh, girlfriend from uh, uh, Raging Bull? Yeah, the great Kathy That's Moriarty. Right. She's so great in that too. Which one was yeah. that? She was John Goodman's uh, girl. Ah, uh, she's cool. The nurse. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so cool. Nurse. I love it. Nurse, nurse, I scraped my arm. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, right this way, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what did you think, man? I thought it was fun. Um, I had to watch it a second time because I'd kind of watching it passively. But there's, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of great there's a lot of great little nods to. Like, the early monster films, Bant was just so absurd. <laughs> but going, going back and watching those movies, like, you know, it's not too far off from what they used to no, do. No, anyway. it's not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I also, I also love the John Goodman's character, how he's like trying to like enhance the film, like the experience in cinema. Then they kind of, I feel like, didn't they try to do smell vision they did. Well, William did Castle, William Castle, yeah, they did smell vision Also, William Castle did buzzers under the seats for the Tingler. Mm-hmm. Oh, the did Tingler, he really? It yeah. wasn't every seat. He might put like five buzzers. He said, I only need like five or six in the whole theater. All I mm-hmm. want to do is get them to scream at the right moment. So they'd, they'd put like maybe uh, 
John Waters was a big William Castle fan. He said he was always trying to find somebody who had one of those buzzers. He wanted to like put that under like plexiglass and say, here it is, one of the William Castle buzzers <laughs> that they used for the Tingler. Because the whole thing of the Tingler is they're kind of like responding. Uh, Brent, you've seen the Tingler, right? Yeah, once, yeah. So there's a thing where they show a shadow on the screen. It's supposed to be like the, t- the bug mm-hmm. got into the projection room. <laughs> yeah. All, all of that is pretty much very William Castle. Even the profile, when he does the preview with the cigar, he used to do that. He's trying to be mm-hmm. like Hitchcock. They do the profile. And yes, you know, you will see these things when it comes to your town, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. It really happened. William, William Castle also did really low budget stuff like uh, House on Haunted Hill. He had like a, mm-hmm. um, a skeleton that would come out over a cable over the audience. Anything to get him to scream. It wasn't even that great looking. And he called it Emerjo, you know? And so he had all these. <laughs> Whoa. Emerjo. <laughs> yes. That's like a wrestling name right there. Yeah, Emerjo. Yes, <laughs> yes, they also used it for Deep Throat. But anyway. Hey! Welcome to Buckeye Talk. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, Jake, you, you, but you, you had a nice appreciation for those, uh, for those Mant scenes, though. Unlike our friend Justine. You were yeah. able to uh, mm-hmm. to appreciate. I did, those. Rec- I did recently watch. Uh, I watched it, or not it? Them. Sorry. Oh, uh, them. I recently watched them. So I feel like that is that kind of that height that heightened the experience a little bit for John me, the, or Patrick. So, so you hadn't seen uh, Patrick. You haven't seen this movie, but do you want to see it based on what we're talking about? Like, uh, does this pique your I curiosity? Watch it because John likes it so much. Oh. oh, thanks, Patrick. <laughs> That's usually not a, <laughs> a reason to watch something, but thanks. He's all, and then I will shred it because I hate John said. <laughs> no, I have, I, no, I have a hunch that Patrick's going to dig it. It's yeah. so tongue in cheek. I think he's going to dig know. it. You know? We'll see. So, Jake, was that the I first time you had seen that. them? Yeah. Did you love it? Isn't that cool? Yeah, first time I saw them was man. Did you love it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which one did you see first, them or Mant? <laughs> I thought no, I saw them first. It's, okay. I mean, have you seen that one, Brent? Yeah, it's so absurd. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Brent? Or have you seen Brent? Have you seen Brent? right there? Have you seen them, Brent? I've never seen them. That's one I've missed out on. Check it out, giant ants. Giant I love it. Ants. I love giant, it. It's just giant ants. <laughs> and you get, that. you get Edmund Gwen. You know, you get Santa Claus basically playing a oh. scientist. But out of the out of all those fifty sci-fi movies, it's the most like scientifically. They really try to give you like a science lesson and make it mm-hmm. plausible. And also that mm-hmm. first like 15, 20 minutes when you're trying to figure out what happened to the little girl and her family is almost like a mystery. It's really well done. It's almost like a noir. And then it cuts it's into shot the, like a film noir. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The first twenty minutes is like a film noir, and you get James Whitmore. Yeah, you get James Whitmore, James Arness. Yeah. And then uh, Best Parker, you get all these people. You go, hey, look at this guy. Yeah, he's trying to. (laughs) You get a a young Leonard Nimoy for about ten seconds at a at a teletype machine, but yeah, it's worth checking out. But yeah, it it definitely borrows heavily from that and The Fly. This movie. So John, I mean, you had to be over the moon when this movie came out. You you had to love it. Yeah, yeah, I did because it was such a such a great homage to that era. You know, I was an, I was born in '62, but all that that all that thing with the monster magazines and the monster models that had sort of like a, a revival around '72. So I was about ten when all that stuff was still going on. When they show his room, that was basically my room. I had the monster posters, I had the the monster magazines, I had the little Aurora glow in the dark monster models. Basically, that was that was very much the way I was at, at his age. But um, making but ten out, years later, making out with girls in, in bomb shelters. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
See, and that's, that's one true. of my. That's some of the stuff I loved the best was the whole thing with the uh, the bomb shelter when it closes and like, oh my god, they're in there for like six months. He's all, no, nah, you got a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what was it, Mario? They said, you said that was one of your favorite lines. He goes, you know, what'd you pay for this? Boy, I'm in the wrong He's business. He's like, I'm in the wrong <laughs> business. And he just pops the door right off. And I it, just love that when they're all, let us out. And he's all, let me in. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> and it's the great Robert Picardo from, uh, yeah. from, from Star Trek. Oh, he's so good in this. And, you know, that whole thing is like sense around. That whole thing with the bass where it shakes the walls. That was sense around with uh, Roller Coaster and uh, Earthquake and uh, Midway. They did three movies and then they realized it with a stupid gimmick, but sense around was basically just turning the bass up so high that it shook your seats. Hey. And so I love that he had this whole thing that was so the whole the whole, whole theater's coming down. You know? Well, that's what <laughs> that's wonderful. what Two Live Crew adopted that later on in the nineties. Damn right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> sense, that's right. Sense around. Wait a minute. <laughs> if we turn the bass all the way. What'll happen? <laughs> the, oh, Mi- yeah. the Miami bass sound. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love this one. Uh, you know, I kind of missed it the first time. Like I said, I caught it on video, but it does have a charm about it. It's like Brent said, it's a well done period piece, mm-hmm. and 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 you can tell that Joe Dante really loved those movies. That it wasn't just he was making fun of him. He loved William Castle in that whole era. Um, I'm fascinated a lot by the by the Cuban Missile Crisis too because. My dad told me stories of living through that, and like I remember, my dad told me. I said, "What what was it like?" Dad, he goes, "I didn't know whether to, to take the family and run and just go into the mountains and hide, or try to dig a hole in the in the backyard." He said, "I really didn't know what to do," and uh, I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like he's like, "Yeah, we all thought it was going to happen. We all thought nuclear war was, yeah, yeah." There's like two weeks where you just didn't know if you should be making plans for anything because it just looked like the whole world was. Coming to an end. I thought it was interesting that they made it Florida, so they're really cl- they're like a, you know right where the action is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought that was very poignant. That is his his dad. He doesn't know if his dad's going to make it back because he's the mm-hmm. he's on one of those ships that's going to start you know searching the Russian you know the Russian ships. And so I don't know that part worked for me too. I thought it was kind of a great uh, kind of a comedy, but not a comedy. It was kind of like uh, like you said, very heartfelt. And I think this is one of Joe Dante's uh, favorites out of all of his. He realizes it wasn't the one that made all the money. You know, Gremlins is the one that made him all the money and the one that put him on the map. And he said more people know about the howling and even Piranha. But they, he said this is the one that's pretty close to his heart because it really is. He's very much uh, – he was that kid. Uh, he used to write in. He used to write in to Famous Monsters of Filmland. So he, uh, he was very much part of that culture. They called it like the monster kid culture. I love Back it. in the 60s. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, this gets some kind of a special edition one day, like maybe uh, extra footage. Yeah, one. with extra. a commentary track. Is it there? Is, it's a um, Shout Factory put one out. Oh. oh really? Brent's, really? All, Brent's like, I have it right here. Boom. I don't have it, unfortunately, but it is out there. Okay, I'm going to check hey, it out. Hey, I'm, Brent, I'm glad you told me that because uh, mine is just a regular copy. I'll be looking for that. Uh, I'd right. love to hear a com- I'd love to hear a commentary track. I'd love to hear Joe Dante talking about it after. You know. All right, let, let's rank on this one, John. I know what you're going to give it. Yeah, it's a ten for me. This is very close to my heart. It's like it's like Paper Moon and The Odd Couple. I give it a ten. Uh, Justine, how do you, how hard do you want to rip John's guts out right now? <laughs> oh, stop! I'm a big boy. You're, you're, give me, give me, let me hear what everyone else gives it first. No, 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 no. That's Maybe not, you guys uh, might change my mind. All right, uh, Brent, weird. what did you think of? Uh, what do you give it? What do you give it? A scale of one to ten. I would give it an eight. Nice. Yay. Jake. 
It sounds about right. I like an eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. Solid eight for me. Solid. Uh, you guys didn't change my name, my mind. <laughs> I give it a, a four. Whoa! Okay, wow. John, that's only that's only one away from Casablanca. There you go. That's two away from Casablanca. No, 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 no. There's oh, there's a five in between that and Casablanca. So oh, I one. see. Well, that's that's a great way to put a happy face on it. <laughs> one. I like your math. Hey, that's look, only one look, away. Look, you okay. got you got Home Video Hustle, Brent, the host of the Home Video Hustle. But you. you, you <laughs> The types of movies they you know do what? over there. Brutal. I, I knew I knew that Brent would like this movie. I just knew it. Oh yeah. Oh, I got I got this list for you too, John. So on that matinee collector's edition, it has a new interview with Joe Dante, a new interview with Kathy Ooh. Moriarty, a new making of the Mant, a new interview with actress Lisa Jacob, new interview with production designer Steven Lager. New interview with the editor, new interview with the director of photography. Joe Dante discusses the making of the film, the full-length version of Matt with an introduction by Joe Dante. Vintage oh, making That's what I'm looking for. It's <laughs> on there. Uh, Behind-the-scenes footage, deleted and extended scenes sourced from Joe Dante's work print, still galleries, Ooh. and theatrical trailers. So it's got all that on there. Boom. Wow, Bellucci when did that come out? And a Monica Bellucci <laughs> nude scene. Mm-hmm. Pull it out, there's a pinup. <laughs> When did that come out? How did I miss that? It came, oh, shit. It came out on my birthday in 2018. Oh, damn. Happy birthday to <laughs> you, Brent. That Shout Factory. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Brent, do yourself. Well, boy, you know. Brent, go ahead and order yourself a copy of that. And on Amazon, when it asks if it's a gift, say yes. And then on the card, put to Brent nice. from Superiority Complex, from your pals. <laughs> and uh, happy birthday to you. I- I, I don't know how I missed that. John, man, we'll have to get great, we'll have to, look, everybody's scrambling. Like Patrick's already ordering it for uh, <laughs> for Christmas. John will already. Nah, we got twelve months away. No, you'll have it by then. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. You know what's work. funny? I heard. I did hear years ago. They said somebody had put together all the clips from Mant and made a, a real like you know mini feature out of just those clips mm-hmm. because he left some some bits out so he said you know somewhere is an almost complete version of Mant as a movie <laughs> there's a guy there's a guy online right now doing i don't know if you've seen this brent but there's a guy doing the un the unspecial edition of star wars in 4k he's putting out like uh, different scenes from uh star wars they're, they're all like remastered in 4k but without the without the special mm-hmm. edition stuff so it's got oh, like, really? yeah, it's got yeah, like they, it's, they call it the despecialized, the despecialized. That's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, he's got wow. like he's got clips of like uh, the Death Star D's battle nuts. of these hey. these Buckeyes. I have my button. What? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. There's there's cool. some great wow, stuff on that on the internet. People putting together uh, movies and you know trailers and I saw somebody made a whole digital version of. Uh, Heir to the Empire. Have you seen that, Patrick? Oh. It's done in really crappy, like, early 2000s CG. Like, it looks like a cutscene, basically. But Like Matrix? But they did it. <laughs> like, what? What is it? It's Heir to the Empire? Which was the, the, uh, the pre... The, not pre... The, uh, the original um, sequel trilogy that uh, they did for Star Wars that, was, that George Lucas signed off on. It was the first three books. That Timothy's on books, Timothy's on books, yeah, yeah, and that was the one that everybody was bummed out that Disney didn't do. Yeah, wow. But uh, yeah, it's like the cats that have the force. What are they? The cats that they block the force, right? Is that what it is? I think that's what. Yeah, they they, like block the force. Yeah, it's a little strange. But what what Timothy Zahn got right was the interplay between the three characters. So like, it's Mm -hmm. like the old. 
Han Solo, uh, Luke, and and Leia. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, somebody did a CGI version of it, and it looks like 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 a 2010 cutscene, basically. But nice. But I mean, at least nice. it's you know it's out there. Somebody they voice acted it and everything. So wow. If you want to know what cool. it looks like, or at least what the story is yeah. about, that's what that's what I wanted to check out. All right, so that was uh, matinee. What we're going to do is we're going to take another break. Two hey. breaks, unprecedented. Do you have class today, uh, Jake? Because you're going to be late. No. Oh, no. good, good, good. Okay. Brent, you, you, do you have to be at work, sir? I ain't got to be there till 9 o'clock. It's 5.30 right now. Because we're going to talk about trespass. Justine's going to give it a four, and Brent is going to reach through the screen. <laughs> and, yeah, that's it. That's it. Wow. Let me in. So let's take a break. Uh, Jake will send us a link, and we'll be right back after these messages, guys. Stay tuned. Hey, we're okay. back. We're back from a break. What? I didn't hear that. What? <laughs> Welcome back to no, Buckeye Talk. Maybe um, that's why they're called the Buccaneers. Woo! Hey, speaking of which, go Rams, huh? Hey, yeah. Your Los Angeles sure, Rams, they're about, they're about to take on the uh, the 49ers of San Francisco. Now, when did the Rams become a part of L.A.? What, years ago, back Three in the years. 60s. How, how, uh, yeah. Jake, if you're a little older you'd realize <laughs> they go way back don't come at me with your millennial bullshit all right i'm gonna come at you with it anyway so yeah i know, you are. I know you are. okay uh, boomer yeah yeah hey, <laughs> hey whoa 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 yeah, whoa yeah. i got you jake <laughs> I, am, I, appreciate, I appreciate the backup i'm generation max Patrick, through never. and through generation max baby right here there you go you know why i don't go in on these things with you jake because it just comes <laughs> right back at me yeah it's yeah. a boomerang <laughs> you 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 step up you get new sights and it's just like i'm gonna attack you now can't yeah. be afraid of the forget back, the Patrick. other one i'm just gonna yeah. get you hey if there's any if there's I anything i'm about to take the hit and then i throw you up there with me the he second you say something <laughs> He doesn't. He ignores what you said for a minute and goes after the person who comes up next. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody needs a meat shield, okay? Yeah. Hey. Uh-huh. Wow. A meat shield. Whoa. Meat shield for your Buckeye. Don't yep. don't forget. Right. Yeah. Never heard that. Meat prophylactic. Meat shield. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great word that nobody ever uses anymore. Uh, prophylactic. Can I offer you a prophylactic? <laughs> Can Hello, I, may I offer you a prophylactic? It's better than Jimmy Hat. I guess it's yeah. yeah I guess yeah. it's better than being antiphylactic. What I, what does that mean? Yeah. Antiphylactic. Pro mm-hmm. prophylactic. Yeah. Antiphylactic. Planetary. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> if you play Defender, I can be your hyperspace, guys. All right, here we go. So we, we watched another week. We, we, we had a weird week. We took a week off because Patrick and Justine, integral part of the show. I know I make fun of them when they're gone. Um, I mean, and you saw how smoothly it went without them last week, but they really are uh, an integral part of the of the of what we do here. They're part of the dynamic. We it's not so the same. Dropped, they? It's not ah. the same without them. No, they I were was actually, so backhanded. They were actually higher <laughs> oh, yeah. than they've ever been. But nice. They'll be higher this week because we have Brent, but we're not letting them talk. That's where wow. we're really. That's our <laughs> fault. No, 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 no. That's we want you to talk, but we keep interrupting you. 
We're excited. I didn't tell anybody you were going to be here today except for... Oh. Uh, well, John knew. John knew. Okay. But nobody else knew who was going to say it was a nice surprise. So everybody else just saw me pop up and was like, fuck, man. Yeah, boom. <laughs> no, we knew. We knew. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, I think Patrick would have been pissed if, if we had done the show with you and he wasn't with us. Well, he would've been I would have been like, that's Mario. As soon no. as we got the text about you have to watch Trespass, Patrick goes, I think Brent's going to be on the show. Yeah, you know me too well. Dang. <laughs> he said like, that it's immediately. It's a Brent movie. If he's not here, I'm going to be weird. Yeah. yeah, there it is. There it is. That's that's go. detective work. Now John you know had what? never John had never. This is a John never. This is a John's never seen. Oh. If we're using the uh, HVH vernacular, this is a <laughs> uh, Patrick. Had you seen this one? Nope. Uh, Justine. Oh, I've never even heard of it. Oh, <laughs> Jake. Wow. Welcome, welcome to my world, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Jake had never. Jake, you ever seen this? Never in my life. All right. <sighs> okay. Well, hey, that's great. This is a this is a nobody's ever seen except uh, me and Brent. Uh, yes, so that's yeah. it. That's it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I I like this movie. Uh, it's such a weird. Uh, well, let's let's get into the let's get into the who wants to do a synopsis. Let's uh, let's randomly. You know what, Justine? You know what, Brent? <laughs> Brent, you are you are a guest. I'm gonna oh, let I you break let it Justine down. Do it. I'm gonna let I you break it down. Do it. Well, let's have Justine break it down, <laughs> and then you you give us your version, Brent. Yeah, give us the real version. You're not going to like my version? Justine, let's hear it. We'll rank your Uh, version. Two bad white guys in a building. (laughs) Damn. With a bunch of, I don't know. Oh. Were they? uh, (laughs) Say it. it. (laughs) Were they dealing drugs or was it just? What were they doing, Justine? (laughs) Why would they be dealing drugs? Why are they dealing weapons? Yeah, What what are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) With a bunch of. Yes. Wait, what, 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 what are they? What are they? <laughs> what are they? It was just a gang, I think. No, they said they weren't a gang. They specifically said we're not a gang. <laughs> I can't remember, but they can't be. They weren't doing drugs because only that one guy did. It's a gang, I think. Oh. Anyways, and a, then a, a guy's eyes, yeah. and they're just trying to escape the building. <laughs> With. Yeah. Escape the building with yeah. There's a whole element you forgot. With yeah. a bag of the plot of the movie. Why were they stuck <laughs> the in the building? Of, a great big bag of <laughs> Buckeyes. They saw someone get killed. A great big shiny bag of heavy gold. There, there you go. That's Say it like Cube did though. So <laughs> oh, this yeah. is the adult version of the Goonies. No, mm-hmm. because yeah. they were stuck in one yeah. building. Okay, yeah, Brent, give us the breakdown, up. sir. All right. Two firefighters are putting out a fire in a building. There's a fucking crazy dude or something that comes up and is like, hey, take this treasure map. And then he goes and throws himself into some fire for some reason. <laughs> I guess because he feels bad because he robbed a church or something. They go to the spot where the gold is. It's an abandoned warehouse. But at the same time, Ice Cube and Ice-T and a posse are going to meet up with some dude. And they're about to smoke his ass. But see, then they pass cross. And they see something they ain't supposed to see. Wrong place, wrong time. So they're looking for gold. They're just trying to make sure they don't get snitched on it. Then they find out about the gold and then tension happens. That's it. That's it. He That's... didn't hear about drugs in any of that. Yeah, there's no drugs. I just in couldn't there. remember why they were there. I know they killed the guy, but I didn't know what the guy why they killed him for. Gold plated drugs. Wow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Give us the breakdown, Patrick. The actual. Uh, this movie released. Uh, anybody want to guess the date it released? I know this it's ninety three. Oh, I do 93. know. Do you want? 
You want me to say? I know. It's Christmas Day. It's a Christmas movie. That's right. They said it was counter programming. They actually said that. Oh, we'll consider this counter programming on Christmas Day. I don't the movie released uh, December 25th, 1992, directed by Walter Hill, oh, uh, starring uh, Ice T, Bill Paxton, uh, William Shadler, uh, Ice William Shatner. Shadler. Shadler. <laughs> Shadler. We, Sadler. We've got to get out of the building. Adam, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Uh, Ice-T, among many, there is a huge cast in this, uh, with a rating of 6.3 on 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, a budget of $14 million, uh, grossed worldwide 13.7. So this just barely missed. missed it. Just missed making some money back. But this is another movie that kind of found, because I, I found it on, I think I first saw it on cable. Like, I first saw it, like, when it was, it would run on cable all the time. It was on like like cable like every yeah on like TBS, edited, mm-hmm. but I but it's like it was the star power of seeing Cube, and Ice T in the same, in the mm-hmm. same movie. That that was the big draw. And then you get the great Bill Paxton. Come on, mm-hmm. yeah, Bill Paxton, great great character. What screwed this mm-hmm. up was it, the timing that screwed this up was it uh, it didn't get out. Uh, the riots happened, and then they uh-huh. said it it got harder to book the movie, and because the movie was originally going to be called uh, I think it was going to be called Looter. Yeah, or the, looters, the looters, yeah, yeah. And they said, "Well, we couldn't. We had to change the title." And they're like, "Okay, that already that's annoying." Walter Hill, he's all that was a good title. Now we've got to we got to change the title. And then they said it was a little harder to book after the fact. So he said this could have done a lot more movie, but the timing was just a little off. I was I was reading two hours and one. I think it was either Reddit or it was on a special feature on there somewhere. But they actually changed the ending because the test audiences were mad that Ice T and Ice Cube both died, even though he. Ice Cube kind of—they just basically kill him off screen instead of showing him die. I guess it makes yeah. audience happy. Yeah, they, it, he, yeah, I heard that too. I I heard there was also an alternate ending they didn't shoot where mm-hmm. a couple of them were going to get in the car and take off with the gold. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, like they were all going to get the gold pretty much, and they yeah, they just had to keep reshooting the ending. I, I do like the way it ended because it gave it a very like treasure yeah. of the Sierra treasure of the Sierra Madre feel, where the one mm-hmm. guy he's just a homeless guy he just gets away with all the gold. I like that yeah. ending. I love that ending. Everybody else just. I mean, you gotta love it because that's the guy. That's the guy that you, you're happy that he got the gold. He's been living in that abandoned building for how many years? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you just tells Bill Paxton so scared. He's like, just run, just go, and he like takes <laughs> off. Bill Paxton just runs. What away. about you, man? <laughs> run. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you put her in charge? Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah, I kept waiting for him to say that. I kept waiting for him to go. Game over, man. <laughs> Game, yeah, that's it. We should have uh, we, uh, that, and it is. He's like a long-haired Bill Paxton. He's got the, mm. he's well coiffed. You know what this is? This is be I, because I think after this is Twister. I think right? Wasn't he in Twister? He was. Yeah, this yeah. is Twister, Bill Paxton. Yeah. yeah. So well, I mean, this is kind of like somewhere in between Aliens and Twister, you know? Because he mm-hmm. starts getting more heroic v- roles. At, at a certain point, he stops playing the doofus, and he starts getting a little better roles. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what about the husbands? Uh, uh, Justine, let's talk about it. What did you think of uh, Trespass? Where did you? Where, where was this uh, coming from for you? Where, how did you feel about it? I hated those firefighters with a passion. Ooh, they're, such hate in your heart. They're, yeah, they're heroic firefighters, <laughs> man. Yeah. Nah, I didn't why'd you, why'd, why'd, you hate, why'd you hate them? I just didn't like that they went off to go and follow the skies map and I just I didn't want them to win at all 
I just wanted them to lose the whole time. They, I mean, they did. You kind of got yeah. your wish. They, I mean, yeah, they did. I just, yeah, I just. I don't think you're meant bad. to like them. One in particular, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just shady. Mm-hmm. I don't like shady guys. I like mean, that. you're not even really supposed to like Bill Paxton too, because he helps tie him up. Like, as soon as that happens, well, you're just like, nah. The thing a with, fucked up dude, just the, as the much. thing with Bill Paxton is he's the guy that goes along with him. You know, he's the guy that gets gets yeah. caught up in it because he goes along. He doesn't have the yeah. guts to stand up for himself and say no. And so he gets caught I, up in the whole thing. I would and I wasn't really guilty. I wasn't really rooting for anyone until Ice Cube got smart and shot the catwalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's so smart. I love him. So that's I started rooting for, rooting for him. <laughs> Me too. A whole movie. That's what I'm rooting for. I was like, dude, this guy's the best. <laughs> what Ice Cube? Um, yeah, I did. I, I don't know. It was. I thought it was entertaining. I just wanted them to lose and everything to go bad for, <laughs> for the firefighters. So. Well, it kind of did. I think Walter yeah, well, it did. It, it took it a while to like towards the end, and I I so thought that he got shot, uh, Bill Paxton. I was hoping he got shot, but it wasn't him. It was Lucky. <laughs> wow, wow! You really hate Bill Paxton. Wow. He's hardcore. hardcore. I didn't see him as a good guy. Are you still mad at him because um, of Weird Science? You're stewed, but what? You're still mad at that guy? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I've never seen Weird movie. Science. Chat. That's rare. Awesome. I love that movie. Oh come on, you got to see that movie. Maybe. Patrick? Danny Elfman. Patrick, Danny what Elfman. did you think? Uh, Trespass, sir. It's probably the worst treasure map I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crayons, uh, man. Yeah. yeah. It was a little. It was a little rough. You can tell it's not a huge budget film, right? Uh, but. That being said, I would have loved to have seen this cast do anything but this storyline. The whole treasure hunt for like gold that was stole, stolen from a church, like I could care less. I was fascinated by the group that shows up and starts causing problems for them. Mm-hmm. They were amazing. I would have loved to have just had a different movie where you're just following Ice-T and Ice Cube around, and that whole plot line would have been great. I love that, um, they, I love that they have like fake, uh, like a fake... Uh a fake documentary? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you have the documentary going on. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot that's a whole thing. Yeah. But you have like yeah. the the fake police uniform. You got that whole thing going mm-hmm. on. That was good. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was a stupid thing. I was like, no, you guys are smart. Yeah. yeah. I, I I really like everything to do with them. I agree with Justine. They are probably the most hated firefighters of all time in the movie <laughs> film. Even Backdraft, you can't hate uh, as much. Uh it was just they're rough like it there's nothing about them that are really redeemable including bill paxton yes he survives yes at the end he he figures out what to do and what's right it's still it's just like nah i would have been happy if you died he's um, a, he's just a little cowardly i don't i don't i don't really hate bill paxton in this movie i, you, I love bill paxton but he's just he's, he's not a good guy i don't i just don't think i don't think he's a bad guy i just think he's going along with his friend Maybe. i think he got caught up in the circumstances. caught up that's another movie uh, I watched that one, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, I really like the ending of this film. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he gets away with the gold. I love all the characters nice of everyone. The characters were fantastic. Yeah. Everybody was fascinating. Like this is a really good cast, and I would have like if they had a little bit more budget and maybe a better script, I'd been super happy. And that teal suit, he looks so good Ooh, in it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, dang. That's, that's I loved right Ice Cube's hair. Like that whole love look it. was great. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Good. 
fantastic. That was vintage 90s uh, oh, yeah. cube right there. Early 90s. Super hip hop. <laughs> uh, uh, like America's Most Wanted right, there, right in there. Mm-hmm. Like that era. Mm-hmm. John, what did you think? That. What did you think of this? Uh, I, you know, it's funny. I thought it played out like a Western, basically. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And, um, and I, read, I read later, I was trying to read up on it, and Walter Hill said basically every movie he makes is like a Western. <laughs> he says it's always like problems that can't be solved within, you know, with uh, the norms of society. Things have gone so off the rails that you're not going to solve it with the police or anything like that. So he said basically every movie he's shot is a Western, whether it's set in the Old West or not. And it does feel a little bit like Treasure of the Sierra Madre because it goes so wrong. Mm-hmm. Also, you see that things go wrong on both sides. You know, it isn't like a solid front. The firefighters are kind of going at each other. Uh, they're kind of at each other's throats as things really hit, as the shit hits the fan. Also, you can see that things are starting to, there's fissures and things cracking up uh, on the other side. Mm-hmm. That Ice Cube wants to take off. He says, this is just nuts. We're taking this further than we need to. You know, we should go my way. And uh, you can see that, so that becomes a problem, is that you've got uh, cracks appearing in the facade of both sides. And you know it's just not going to go well, you know, because you can't trust, you, nobody knows who to trust, you know. You really don't know at the end who, you know, from moment to moment, you don't know who's going to flip and say, no, we're going to do it my way. So by the time they blow up the building, it's like, who? yeah, I think it's kind of cool that the one guy that makes it out is the, uh, with the gold is the, uh, is the old homeless guy. I think that's a great way to... To end it, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of is like Treasure of Sierra Madre. It, it, rather than have it just all sort of blow in the wind, at least somebody, the least likely guy, gets away with it, you know. But uh, it's just, it's a great bunch of personalities. It's just great to see him go at it, you know. And the soundtrack, the soundtrack even sounds Western, you know, it, that's a Ry Cooter soundtrack. I mean, mm-hmm. except for the rap, uh, the actual soundtrack is, it's Ry Cooter. I just thought, God, what an unusual choice. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he he had done a lot of stuff for Walter Hill, but what there were actual there were actual westerns, you know. And going, this is an odd choice, you know, and it kind of works in some some way. It kind of works. Uh, I read that there was actually a different soundtrack. They said it had more like a jazzy type sound to it. I don't know if that. Oh, is that right? Though. Yeah, I'm like mm. that. Yeah, I, thought- I don't know. It works, but Walter Hill said he he picked Ice Cube and Ice T. He said he picked them as actors. He says I wasn't. He says I don't know too much about uh, rap or hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, as actors, I thought these are the best two guys for the roles, and they were both pretty early, pretty early in their careers for both of them. Yeah, did boys in the, Ice Cube did Boys in the Hood by this point, and uh, Ice T had done New Jack City. Yeah, this might be like the second movie for both of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know it because they're just burning the screen up, you know. Uh, and okay. and then you always get the, the the supporting cast is great too. You get uh, yeah. you get somebody from Die Hard One and Die Hard Two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Sadler, right? Three people. Three, that's right. Yeah. Oh, three yeah. people. That's right. That's Art right. Evans, William Sadler, and Devereux uh, White. Devereux White was, mm-hmm. uh, he was the brother, and then he Gar- was. Argyle. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know the number? Use it. I say that to people so many times. He's, I say it too. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was tied to the door, poor, poor, uh, poor Argyle. Mm-hmm. And then you get the guy. The guy gets away with the gold. He deserved it after his heroic. Deeds and oh, Die yeah, Hard yeah. too, and I forgot Sadler was in. Uh, he was a crazy terrorist in that one too. Yeah, he's doing butt naked calisthenics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buckeye naked. We saw him Buckeye <laughs> naked there, Justine. He was hey. Buckeye naked. <laughs> Justine looking for that Buckeye. Yeah, just Apparently, like Adam. The original script was loosely based off the Treasure of Sierra Madre. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So we watch cool. movies. We're all picking up on that. Movies. <laughs> we know how to watch oh. And it had three words. <laughs> What's weird is, did you see who wrote it? <laughs> Yeah. Two very unlikely guys writing this. That's uh, Zemeckis and Gale, the guys that did yeah. all the Back mm-hmm. to the Future stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it. they had a couple different working titles. The original was The Looters. After that, mm. it was Point of No Return, The Intruders, mm. Fire Trap, Burning Gold, and then the other one was Greed and Blood and Gold. I like Trespass, though. I like Trespass, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like mm-hmm. Trespass. It's funny that that was our last <laughs> choice. <laughs> I like Trespass. Jake, what did you think? I thought, yeah, I thought it was fun. You just, you just hate those firefighters. Oh shit! They're so greedy, <laughs> especially, um, especially William Sadler, Don. He's just such right? a, just such an asshole. Just was, but he plays it well. He plays money. it well. Yeah, that's why you hate God. him. God, I hated him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just fail, please. That's acting. That's, that's good acting. acting. That's it. Yeah, he did great. <laughs> that's it. That's good acting. And Bill Paxton you know, when he got fell off it. of that chair, the rocking chair, I was hoping mm-hmm. that one of the wood pieces like um, impaled him. <laughs> so and, yeah. Your final destination just gets fucking impaled. Yeah. <laughs> I was when, like, ah, oh, it's a good way to go. He finds all the gold and then just falls and dies. <laughs> Jake, did you? Uh, who was your Who was your favorite character in the movie? Favorite character? I really like Lucky. Deborah White was mm. solid. I just poor guy. Just kind of like wrapped up in it. I love the part where he tried, um, or what he stabbed uh, Don with the needle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was hard uh, to watch. Man, that was oh, fucking his, gnarly. His death was heartbreaking. Yeah, that's so sad. Lucky. Yeah. My lucky. brother. Solid. Guess he got like so him. lucky after all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was when you think, like, man, he made it. Man, he is lucky. And then, no, just gets shot. <laughs> And uh, no one was no one was telling um but no one was telling King James. Everyone's <laughs> like, nope, I'm not telling him. Yeah, this, my man just left. He's like, I'm out. This. No, I ain't telling him. You tell him. <laughs> this movie reminds me a lot of uh Assault on Precinct thirteen where you know this yeah. Yeah. trapped too. in a building a and they gotta kinda mm, figure yeah. a way to get out and you know, we'll strap him to the door and uh he's gonna be our shield. Like that's like de- so devious, but it's also like if you're trying to survive, like you have to figure out a way to to keep him at bay, and so there's there's a lot of elements of this movie that I really like because it is because it's low budget that I for, for mm. me that helps. Being shot in one location, you really feel like they're at on the outskirts of of some city somewhere. You don't know. Mm. I mean, and there's you've been we we all live near a place like this where you go to like the industrial part of town. There's nobody out there. You could be out there in the mm. middle of the day, and and shots could be going off and nobody hears a thing because there's no one out there. Um, so to me, this felt like 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 this. Hey, this could happen. Like this, yeah. this is plausible. This is within. This is within reason. The only thing that is impossible is when the guy goes to pull the car around and the cops are there and they light him up. It's like, what? You're just driving through an abandoned factory. Yeah, that's the only part that doesn't make sense to me. But it, you know, it works for the story. You never know. They could have been out there. But uh, Jake, did you end up? Well, they said up? they heard shots. That was. Oh, I mean, they're 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 firing automatic weapons. There's like. <laughs> Yeah. Anybody in the area would have heard of. Hey, they were doing that in Nakatomi Plaza too, but you know, somebody's over there eating Twinkies. You know, that's in it's LA. Christmas. That's it, was a it was a holiday. That's so an, no one yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah, you the, can hear shots from a while, a ways away. If the Lakers oh. won that day, uh, you it doesn't matter. You're gonna hear. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's true. Climate to a celebration. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we like fireworks or everything. The Dodgers win fireworks. 
Rams win, fireworks. You know, <laughs> Lakers win, fireworks. Clippers win, no fireworks. But um, it's better than here, downtown Columbus, when Ohio State wins or loses, they go down there flipping cars over on campus. So, well, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fuck that. you know, don't park there. Was that a, there was a time where me and my brother were actually driving through, and we forgot a game was on, and some dude started walking up to the car. My brother carries a gun with him. He straight pointed, they just back the fuck. Around. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you dare touch this car. Because <laughs> they'll do it with people in them, like at a stoplight. Yeah, like, yeah. Crazy. That is nuts. Um, so Jake, you're you're positive on this one. You, you, felt, you felt good about it's, it. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was solid. It's yeah. not. I mean, just That's a rock. Uh, the act. Yeah, the cast is again, like everyone said, the cast is really great. Wish it would have been a little bit like different story, but I mean, it was still fun. You know, for me, the, had a good time. for me, the story isn't is isn't an issue because it's just so it's just so out of the ordinary that it kind of makes it interesting. Like I mm-hmm. like that it's you know. It's it's a little out of the. But you know what? There's a, this is the sort of thing that turns up in a million westerns. Hey, you know this old there's this you know gold buried somewhere, but it's you know behind territory, you know whatever. It's been done. It's just funny that they just they put a new spin on it because this really is an old western plot. Like Mm -hmm. we got a you know like old some old Confederate fort, but you know there's some gold buried under there. If we could just get past the Indians, you know. I like when they find the plates and they're like they're they drove 200 miles and then they start talking about how like what's the reason why are they here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like, what are they really here? That. That cool. <laughs> yeah, I always kind of liked it too because I always looked at it as it's kind of like a fusion of two different movie genres. Kind of like you see, you got your Sierra Madre type stuff, and then you get the hood movie elements, like kind of mashed up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I always kind of liked about it. Well, how did I you, love both styles of movies. How did you discover yeah. this one, Brent? Um, through the song, the title track, because Ice Cube's my favorite rapper, so I listened to all his shit. And, and uh, there's a music, there's a music video for Trespass with both of them in. I heard that and I was like, oh, that's from a movie. So then I went and got the VHS tape, and then I got the DVD when it came out. And then when they put out the Shout Factory Collector's Edition, I had to get that too. And I have the soundtrack because <laughs> the soundtrack, as much as I love the movie, I, I think I like the soundtrack more. The soundtrack had gets like daily rotation in the car. I love that CD. There's a song on there by Sir Mix a Lot. Yeah, checks my bank. <laughs> and people listening, Sir Mix a Lot is not a goddamn one hit wonder. I keep telling people that, but. <laughs> I love that song, but that because that soundtrack is the best because it's got it's got like Ice T and Ice Cube. Then you got Public Enemy. You got him. You got AMG. You got WC. You got Ice T. It's a whole mix of like East West and everything else. So I always love that soundtrack. Uh, if, well, people only know Sir Mix a lot from if you only know him from from uh, from Baby Got Back. I got I got I got three words for you. Posse's on Broadway. Come on, that's, that's the, that came out before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody knows. And then that album that had Baby Got Back had two other singles on it that had videos, but nobody plays them. I love those songs. Man. That that soundtrack, by the way, is not streaming. You can't get it because I went to go listen to it again. So if you have a copy of the CD, that's the only way to get the whole thing complete. Or you can, people have like compiled like the playlist. You know what and I mean? Further proving my point of why screw the all digital future. I, I'm going to buy my CDs and my records and I'm going to keep them. Look at John. Like people be like, why, 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 you, why you keep buying all those movies? Oh, it's streaming. It ain't always going to be streaming, but it's always going to yeah. be upstairs as long as nobody breaking my house. But see, I got something for the ass if they do that. That's the side of the case. <laughs> hey, Brent, I, I, I am with you 100%. And what I always tell people is, fine, it's all streaming, but I got news for you. There's a hell of a lot of titles that aren't streaming. Exactly. Are you really going to find everything streaming? I don't think so. You're going to find some weird-ass thing. You know, there's no way. There's no yeah. way. And a physical copy, something tangible that isn't going to, like, crash 
or you know you're gonna lose it in the cloud something you could loan to somebody mm-hmm. you can put it on your shelf yeah. you can hold it you can it's just there's no other substitute for it what it's called it just YouTube. Takes a what yeah. if they, it it works until they stop selling the machines to play them that's where well, you were, i got that's some extras several. i still got yeah. a couple yeah <laughs> No, there I, you go. No, I I'm got a, an extra still in the box. I got a VHS no, and a VCR. And no, I'm with you guys. I, I'm with you both. I, I have a lot of, I still collect a lot of physical media, but I always think about it in my head. I go, one of these days, uh, as a matter of fact, the PS5, I bought the PS5 with the drive on it because it's like, Me well, too, yeah. yep, that's what I need. I, I, I don't need, know. If the, if the grid crashes, it's more likely you'll be able to get a power source to fire up your DVD player. Rather than if the internet crashes, uh-huh. you're gonna fight. How can you stream something if the grid is down? But you might be able to get a power source to get your DVD and VHS. I just going. I just watched <laughs> exactly. uh, I just watched Station Eleven, and in that uh-huh. one they use Victrolas. They're actually listening to albums on uh, go. on Victrolas, yep. cranking them up there and listening them that way. Did anyone see yeah, that? There'll always be a way. No, uh, Brent. What What are the extras on the uh, on your disc there? What are the extras? Um, interview with William Sadler, interview with Bob Gale, interview with uh, producer Neil Canton, the stunts of Trespass, the weapons of Trespass, behind the scenes of Trespass, the music video, deleted scenes, a theatrical trailer. The weapons, Ooh. seriously. The weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they open up yeah. a trunk, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, hey, this is M- mine. M16s wrapped with rubber bands. <laughs> uh, no, it had a rubber band on the, it, it was a rubber band on the clip so you could flip it and do the. Come on, you've, you got to watch more movies. You got you got to hang in the hood more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't get why it took I, so long I to find their car. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. Yeah, how the like, fuck? How did they not see it, it until like? They might not have been. Lo- they might not have been looking knew, for it, or they no, were. They saw it. They knew it was there when they first got there. Is that like, right? Why not go through the yeah. car? I would have went through their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, took a while, but once they did, it was like, oh. What wasn't it a police here? car? I thought it was, thought it was a police car. It had the lights up top now. It, no, it had it had lights up top, but no, uh, it, wasn't, it was a Bronco. Yeah, it was an old Ford there Bronco. That's it. I see. My dad had one of those. With a CB. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a... Mario and John, you might be able to film me on this a little bit, especially because it's Walter Hill and all them, but... This kind of felt like an uh, like extended like Tales from the Crypt episode. You know, not all of them were horror. They were always sometimes people just doing criminal shit, getting like flipped on them at the end. But I don't know why I always get like a Tales from the Crypt vibe when I watch this movie. I don't know if I'm the only one. Like, I can yeah, see this there, it, there is a little bit of a of a uh, like I said, like Charles Madre or like uh, like like Twilight Zone or Tales of the Crypt. Mm-hmm. It's like a lesson. Mm-hmm. It's like look, this yeah, is what happens you when you're greedy. Uh, you, all your friends get yeah. killed, and uh, yeah. it comes to nothing. And, bitch. Yeah. and then the homeless man gets all your gold. Exactly. The homeless guy. Runs, a, lot of the, a lot of those Rod Serling scripts, that's what it's about. It's mm-hmm. about greed. What people will do when greed just overtakes them. The other thing I think is because it's an abandoned building. And there's nothing mm-hmm. creepier than, you know, sort of crawling through an abandoned building. This one does feel, in some scenes, like you're like, wow. Yeah. You know. This, is, this yeah. is a very old building. You know, you see all that wrought iron on the stairway. Our doors and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like they've trapped themselves because they go, boy. At first, they're like, boy, look how solid everything's constructed. Then they're like, yeah, that means we can't get out. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, They try the bars in the window. They try the floor, everything. So it's a little bit like, like he even says. I used to dream about sort of like uh, 
going through a haunted house and trying to find, you know, buried gold or a ghost or something. And you, that's what it feels like. I will tell you something, though, Brett. You, you bring up a good point. This is definitely a movie that has a, a, a very tangible feel to it, the way it's lit and the way it's shot. It feels like, uh, like you know, there's a lot of tension, and then it's just got a certain feeling to it. It's shot at a certain time of day, the lighting, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a really, really well done. It kind of elevates... Uh, like the genres you were talking about, because it's done by a guy who's done a lot of movies, and he knows how to shoot this kind of stuff. And it's it's a lot of a lot of uh, close-ups. Well, the only it's thing it throws claustrophobic, yeah, it's claustrophobic. Yeah. The lot yeah, of the, yeah, a lot yeah. of things that, that throws the one thing that throws me off is the video camera. I forgot about that. That the I guys like, like I think that it's a nice tie-in. Like it, it feels it almost at parts like a music video. When he's mm. filming it, like it, it's kind of cool vibe. No, I just felt happy for him. Like he just bought that thing and yeah. he was going to play with <laughs> there it. You go. Like, well, if, I was just really happy for him. If Brent and I were in, in, in that group, we would definitely be the ones with the video camera getting in trouble for filming everything. What right? did they call that kid? They called him video? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. finally, Ice Cube just goes, knock that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's, I love it. It's at the very end. That's enough of that. You know, it's, you're you slowing it down. <laughs> And he breaks the now, camera. Always yeah. love that too because you know damn well doing criminal activity they do not want that shit for no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Why are you, yeah, why are you <laughs> filming? <laughs> yeah, it's like well, this is not going to come in handy if they get caught, you know? Because like, they even filmed the dude falling through the skylight. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is on there. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready to rank it, Brent? Do you have any final thoughts? Do you want to add anything else? I know this is your movie. This is your this is one of your favorites. Is there anything? No, I, I, is there anything we haven't discussed that you want to bring up? The floor is yours. No, I, no, I think you pretty much covered everything I can think of. I just want to say that uh, I know there's there's a guy at my job named Sean. It's a white dude, and when I show him movies all the time because he's never seen a lot of like I guess you no know, black movies or whatever. So I show him <laughs> shit all the time. I showed him New Jack City. He had never seen. Show him King of New York and everything. I haven't showed him yet. Yet, but it's funny because there's certain movies where it's like I could tell. He might get slightly uncomfortable. Like I try to show him Minister Society, I can tell you can get that. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. I showed him this, and he loved it though. So that, it's a movie for everybody. That's why I couldn't do American. <laughs> that's why I couldn't do American Me on the show. I knew a lot of people would be, even though I have that. Even though Edward James almost is the patron saint of our podcast, I, I don't think I, 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 sk- I did skip it because I just didn't think. I thought we were gonna. Good. I thought we were gonna do it. I think we're. I think we're gonna skip it unless we can do it. I mean, it's up to you. I got it. I, I yeah, that was us. Was that you and me at the Wardman when they played it? Was that you and me? No, I didn't go. I didn't see. I didn't see it with you. I love that you went though, John. Good for you. John just goes. <laughs> we'll go see this Cholo movie. I love it. <laughs> That's another genre. That's another subgenre that doesn't get. There's only a few of them. It's like Blood In, Blood Out, and uh, American Me. But yeah, that's another one. That's another I, movie that's kind of a mashup too. Always look at it's like the hood movie and the Cholo movie is Colors. You should have yes. Colors. <laughs> Did, uh, I don't know if you saw, I posted a picture of myself when I worked at the video store, like in the 80s. Uh-huh. Oh, you did comment on it. If you look in, it, yeah. if you look in the shelf, Colors is on the, if you look back there, <laughs> Colors is on the shelf. Very controversial at the time. Very controversial yeah. when, it, when it hit video. It was, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper even directed that one. That's right. I was, yeah. I always think of the yeah. title track by? Ice-T. Ice-T, there, Ice there it is. There Another it is. good soundtrack. Full circle. <laughs> 
You gotta have him watch Blood In, Blood Out one day too, Mario. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I got that too. So. Shout out to my shout out to my shout out to my late brother. That was one of his favorites. You'd have that. He'd just be watching that like the most random times. You'd walk in, you're like, "Are you watching this again?" He's like, "What else is there to watch?" Like, okay, it's like a three and a half hour movie. Yep. <laughs> did he did, yeah. did he like that uh, better than American Me? Uh, I don't know. I you know I don't I don't know. I don't. It's know. the same story, isn't it? It's the same. It's a little uh, different, but yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some there's some elements. But based based on the same people. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think anybody got threatened by uh, with death Legal. for making <laughs> for making uh, yeah, blood yeah. in blood out. But yeah, right. But I mean, it came out I think within months of each other. Yeah, it's one of those things where you go, wow. You know, it's just like well, for me, it's always for me, it's always pointing out the terrible accents. Like you know, like I was oh, here when. Yeah. For me, it's always like that. That's my favorite part of watching those movies. Uh, let's rank Trash Pass though. Let's talk about it. Justine, Trash Pass. Oh, what? Let's go. I gave it an eight. Dang. I'm glad they show that white guys can also be bad. <laughs> oh, watch a lot of movies from that era. You'll Can't see it a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm for Lee this. Movie. I'm for this. Well, hey, look. You know, if you look, if most of the movies we've seen, the white, the bad guys are white guys. All the James Bond movies. That's true. Mm-hmm. Except for Doctor No. It's a white guy playing an Asian guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, except, okay, for well, let let except for Live and Let Die. Except for Live and Let Die. This American white guy is a bad guy. Okay. There you go. Patrick? For that. Patrick, American uh, white guy? It's an eight. Ocho, John. It's an eight. Yeah, look at that. Jake? Give us seven. Oh, oh come on, what? Yeah. Boo! Boo, you like <laughs> You know what? Like no, I give it a six. As good as Casablanca. Boo. On the nosy. Uh Brent. I love it. Brent, what do you rent this? What do you what do you rent this? What do you rate this, sir? I'm gonna do like Jake, but I'm gonna go the opposite direction. I'm gonna give it a nine. I love this give, movie. Give it a nine. <laughs> I give it a, I give it a I give it, it's a solid eight for me. It's a solid eight. Yeah, I like this one. A little hidden gem, little hidden gem. Like you said, like, it, yeah, I it was, think it did. This did not get a. a this didn't run a, a, for very long. Once it was out, it didn't run very long. I mean, the cast alone this ranks so high. Yeah, yeah, it's such yeah. a great. Cast. Oh, I, yeah. Have you seen that movie with Bill Paxton and Ice Cube? What? Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. Being like a big hip hop fan, knowing that there was a movie with Ice T and Ice and Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah, that's. I had yeah. to see that. That's like seeing a movie with Han Solo and Captain Kirk in it. Like literally, just like, <laughs> like that's what that is. Like what? Exactly. And, and the acting wasn't bad. I no, no, it's just the story is shit. Ice Cube can act. Ice T can act. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I mean, like listen, everyone. Listen, he wouldn't have done all those years of Special Victims Unit if he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. What is that? That's twenty-two years. It's in its twenty-second <laughs> year now. Yeah. yeah By the way. <laughs> A lot of that though is like you mean to tell me it's like he's always like he's always playing exposition or he's playing. You mean to tell me he diddled little children? Yeah, he's always like explaining. <laughs> it's me. Always that. Like yes, some, uh, yes, some comedian some comedian made a joke about that. They said, "How is it he's been on this uh, the special victims uh, unit?" For 22 years and everything constantly amazes him. He's like, hasn't he seen everything? Right now? <laughs> John Mulaney does that bit. John Mulaney, yeah. He's the uh, he's the Huel Hauser of the special victims unit. Um, <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. Uh, what was I going to say about 
about, uh, oh, I was going to say, Ice Cube, of all the work Ice Cube has done, including all the Friday movies, you know what my favorite thing is? What's that? When he turns up on Conan with Kevin Hart, and oh. they like they like he t- they take Conan to different places. <laughs> oh, he's like I mean, that was the <laughs> he, he, about the seatbelt bit where he's like uh, fucking Tupac's the hardest motherfucker I ever knew, and he always wore a seatbelt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin Hart just oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that was making me laugh. He makes Conan. Uh, they make him go to the store and buy forties <laughs> and some Swisher sweets. <laughs> what are those? Never mind. Just ask for them. <laughs> I gotta ask Mario. Why you like Ice Cube saying gold so much? It's just the way he does it. It's it's typical Ice Cube. It's so just the way he says it. He does a little smirk. He does a little, and he does just that's uh, that's everything about Ice Cube right there. And then he just does that little nod. Gold. I love it. Gold. I love it. <laughs> I can't do it, but it. It's the best. I laughed so hard when I saw it. I was like, ah, oh, the best. <laughs> it's funny you said that because I always laughed at it too. So I'm like, okay, I'm not the only motherfucker. Because oh, no, PJ always find weird shit like that to laugh at in every movie. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be the smallest thing, but we'll laugh so hard at it. My favorite. I, when I see him do that, I'm like, I, I, I wait for it. Whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> That's like my friend uh, Robert also loves one of our favorite Ice Cube movies is Anaconda. Yeah. But he loves That's a great movie. He <laughs> will he will quote the John Voight because John Voight's accent is so shitty. <laughs> yeah. And he'll just dude, I found out he does this to his kids. He will quote it to his kids. His daughter <laughs> made a drawing in kindergarten and it said, a nice salad for a little baby bird. <laughs> 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 and nothing like a little salad for a baby bird. You know, he are does that. Are y'all going to do that movie? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, okay. That's yeah, Ice Cube's. I mean, he's. <laughs> that's like vintage Ice Cube right there. That's that's top of the yeah, line. J Lo and that one, and uh, Owen Wilson in it. Yeah, yeah, that's another great cast. I don't yeah. remember him being in it. Mm-hmm. He's not in it for too too long. Okay. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Rift Tracks version of that, Brent? I haven't. I need to watch. Oh, it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. You you, <laughs> have, to, you have to see it. Uh, all right. Guys, what a great show this was. And we never got around to talking about the Book of Boba Fett. What do you think about the Book of Boba Fett, Mario? Uh, Justine, what did you say ten, about ten, it? Ten, ten, ten seconds left. <laughs> Boring. No, we, we, have a, we, have, uh, we have ten minutes. So, uh, yeah, it's just a little slow. The problem yeah. with me for me, Brent, is you're taking a character who was on screen for, for like 15 minutes max in two movies, uh-huh. and he has this years of mythology built around him. He has this mysterious aura and now you're stripping that away. Mm-hmm. And the problem with it being Disney is they have to be a redeemable bad guy, right? Yeah. It's like that in all the Marvel movies. You have to be a guy that like, you're not quite bad. You're not so bad that you're irredeemable. Right? Mm-hmm. So that takes away of a lot of the, a lot of the, the mystique. I My think. problem is, is they did a great job of Mandalorian. So mm. how did you fuck this one? But that wasn't yeah. a pre-established character. Yeah, that's, that's that wasn't a pre-established character, and and that's the thing. You're kind of everything you every. If you made that a young Boba Fett, though, that would have worked. You would have. If that Mandalorian was just Boba Fett, it would have been fine. The, the thing, just, the thing is, you have the Mandalorian. You should have kept Boba Fett as just the cameo. I think it's because yeah, to me, 
Boba Fett is a badass, but in this film or in this show, he's not. No. One, one of like the things that drove me up. crazy. He's just trying to retire. It drove me crazy. And I think that's the first episode when he gets surrounded by the dudes with the shields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. use the fucking jetpack. Why are you standing there getting <laughs> hit? You have a jetpack. Yeah. yeah if, if they would have made him a badass, this would be an entertaining show, but it's not. The if thi- they made it more it's, like, uh, remember that episode when they're in with Bill Burr in Mandalorian? Yeah. Uh-huh. That oh, with, Man- ah. with um, Boba Fett would have been great. Mm. I got, I got burnt out when I saw the floating Vespas. Oh, well, I was going to say that Robert Rodriguez, as great a director as he is, did two really bad sequences. One was the fight. I told you about Brent. We talked about it. The fight with the yeah. shields was lame. That's all. Yeah, I saw someone. Yeah. yeah. And then that that Vespa chase was terrible. Uh, that looked that looked really bad. It looked really. That was another one with the jetpack. They're all chasing this dude around, and then he just flies down to end with the jetpack. It's like, why didn't you just fly, yoke his ass out, and be done with it? What are y'all doing? <laughs> and I tell you, the other thing, you know what drives me crazier than anything other than the jetpack is the, it's the Stallone Judge Dread problem. Where it's like, quit taking the damn helmet off. You yeah. never see my man. Like, I got this yeah. whole, like, I, I, I don't know, give a fucking fuck. shit never see who's his face. behind the helmet. Yeah. Put the fucking thing back on. And that's yeah, what that, that, that might have been the whole problem, right? He probably never should have taken the helmet off ever, right? It's constantly off too, and then yeah, like, I don't want to. I don't want to talk smack about my boy. I'm sorry. This is mean, probably, but my man Boba Fett was inside a Sarlacc pet for years. But my man looked like he bloated every time. Yeah, that's what I said. That's, I put that on Twitter. I was like, "You'll slowly be digested over like a thousand years, and you're gonna pack on about 50, 60 pounds." Yeah, that was weird. He's got a dad bod. I mean, for me to, to see myself on TV every week, I like that representation, right? Fat guys. Mm. For me, that's like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, I, I have a chance to be in a space movie. And then when you see Danny Trejo in there, you're like, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's nice to see Danny Trejo, but at the same Mexicans time, it's like, in space? Really, like, is he like a canon Star Wars character? Does that work? What episode is that? The third one. <laughs> I'll watch that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Danny. <laughs> Of all things, like Danny Trail is like yes, he is a. And it's not of all the things in the animal trainer. Of all the him playing somebody, it's him playing Danny Trejo. If of all the things in the Star Wars universe, you would think Danny Trejo would do training a rancor is right. It fits. It's like that works for me. So that wasn't a big departure. Professional rancor training. But yeah, Brent, the the show has a problem in that you're making this character boring. You're making yeah. There's no there's no mystique. And you're right. It's because he's not a badass. I didn't want to watch a yeah. washed up Boba Fett. I yeah, just getting his ass badass. beat. Yeah, hey. I mean, and that's why the Mandalorian was so cool because he's pretty much a badass the whole time. Like he yeah. can get his ass beat, but he still dishes out a lot of fucking damage. Let's Boba go. Fett spends more time in the back to tank than he actually does like outside. Yeah. He'd be a crime lord. <laughs> and it was cool, like when he did his cameo, he was a fucking badass, and that's why it was so mm-hmm. exciting. He beat the shit out yeah. of everyone. Let's oh, say, he launched his rocket off the back, which you never yeah. see him do. Like, oh, damn. Let's be real. You're talking about a guy that was that was defeated by a a blind Han Solo just swinging a <laughs> piece of metal around. Just so, so let's uh, let's keep that we in mind. Lower our expectations. That Boba Fett. The only time we've ever seen him in combat. Boba Fett. It's where? Sort of like pit. where? That's it. Mm-hmm. Pretty quick. That's it, dude. Remember that. He was, Han Solo was blind and took him out, so he can't be that much right. of a bad. You're right. That you much of a I mean, that says more about Han Solo than it does about It Boba does, Fett. doesn't it? That's why he's yeah. the best character. That's right. I said it. For, for mm. sensitive. Uh, he'll be back. Han Solo will be back. Uh, Indiana yeah. Jones 5 is never coming out because 
Harrison, Harrison Ford broke something and it's still recovering. So mm-hmm. sad. Well, I mean, they've, I, I, they're putting his face on a stuntman's body, right? With, oh. with digital. I don't know. I, I heard that there's a lot. Most of the scenes, it's going to be they're going to like you know digitally put his face on a stuntman's body. I thought so, he didn't even want to do it. So I don't know why he wants to do it at this point. He's <laughs> eighty. Why not? Why wouldn't? I don't he? know. I mean, he wants to keep working, but I mean, he put it off for so long, he didn't want to do it, and now he kind of wants to do it. It's like, you know, oops. Well, they're already trying to like revitalize not Indiana Jones, but they're doing the Uncharted movie, so they're trying. Yeah. They're it's. Tom Holland, baby. It's Indiana. It's Indiana Jones. It's when Indiana we saw Jones. That Tom Holland. In uh, the theaters, Justine lost her shit. Did you? I've already seen it, but now I saw it on theaters. Yeah, straight so up. So it's bigger. Oh. Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh bigger. Get the mop, Patrick. Get the all the mops. <laughs> all those mops. Shout out to Stephen Izzy, Untidy Venus at, at Etsy. Um. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, what a great show, Brent. Thanks for joining us, Thanks my friend. Thank you here. so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me and let me run y'all show length up super high. No, that's fine. You know why? Because we 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 those first two segments were only like thirty minutes, so it's oh, gonna word. it's gonna clock in about two a little over two hours. But it's two hours of uh, home video hustle plus gold. superiority complex. Pure gold. It's all gold. Oh, real fast for you. I got it. Did did you did y'all see the video I put out? What movie we're covering on Friday? No. Oh, tell coverage. tell us about it. Oh, it's just me this week. And um, oh. I was like, I'm going to watch. I was like, I told Mario a while back, I'm going to watch this movie. And he keeps talking about it. It comes up on y'all show all the time. So I was like, I sat and watched the Computer War Tennis Shoes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that is crazy. Oh, man. Um, Count me in. Yeah. Sh- shout out to my dad who looked like Cesar Romero. Uh, all right. We'll look forward to that. Brent, tell them where they can find you. You can find me mainly over on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase iCast, HVH Podcast on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. We're on Facebook at Home Video Hustle. Just type it in. We'll be there. We're on YouTube. Type in Home Video Hustle. We'll be there, too. And you should subscribe because we got new videos every Wednesday, sporadically, whenever I got something for you. You might just get random videos of me and PJ blasting Miami bass music and blowing the speakers out and making my neighbors mad. It's fine. They don't mind. So I got (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we have a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash home video hustle. You can get, we got two tiers, $1 tier, $3 tier. If you want to help support the show, $1 tier, you can get uh, extra episodes, full length video recordings of the podcast. So you can see just how drunk we get sometimes. And then you can also make us watch a movie once, any movie you want. Patrick made us watch Doom. He made us watch, or Mario made us watch Assault on Precinct 13, which is still the hypest movie of nothing but windows getting shot out ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, for $3 tier, you get to do all that, but you just get to make us watch movies as long as you're a patron. It's just a cycle like that. You can find us on Twitter at Soup Complex. That's our one one stop shop. Wherever fine podcasts can be found, you can find us there as well. For Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, for John, and for Brent, we will say this transmission ends now. Unity. Unity.